right, we got Lenny Dykstra in. Big yeah. fan. Thank you for coming in, buddy. Yeah, man, you took care of me first class all the way, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. Well, and congrats on the success, man. You guys are literally fucking like connect the Phillies, man. You're just fucking like <laughs> going like north, dude. And so, so congrats, you know. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. So everybody wants to know what kind of chew. Did you used to chew? Oh boy! You so, know everybody wants to know that. Well, well, check it out. So, um, so, so, um, I chewed tobacco because, um, well, Red Man, by the way, was what it was, but but I chewed tobacco because, um, um, so I I idolized Rod Stewart, um, Rod Stewart, fucking Rod Crew, growing Rod Stewart kind of too. He must probably get more pussy than God, but <laughs> but, but, but anyway, um, so Rod Crew was my my guy. I, I grew up near Anaheim Stadium and. And I used to ride my bike there, you know, and uh, so he always had his big chew in, and and um, so I I hated it, but I did it like like him, and so Redman actually made me a, a really cool thing where they had the whole Redman logo, and then they put a picture of me in the middle, <laughs> yeah. But but the chew thing, you know, baseball is like I mean, so so superstitious, you know, like so, like. If I like wouldn't get a hit, and I throw that bag of chew out, get another chew. Out, I threw like five bags a day, you know. Um, but yeah, Red Man, and but it was all part of the show, dude. You know? Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you you stained the turf at the vet, right? You stained it. They made you stop doing it. Yeah, they made them like it too. <laughs> did they? I don't remember that. Yeah, they were. What they, they, they didn't make me stop it. They didn't make me stop it. No, I I did it. I mean, um, well, I especially when we played the the Pirates, you know, with Andy Van Slyke or whatever. Um, I didn't like that motherfucker. So why? Why didn't you like? I, I, I don't know. He always he always got a gold glove, but he was a good player. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. So I used to leave fucking like mobs of it out there, you know. Yeah. And then what would you take? Like a big gagger of that? I mean, how much did he take to get in there like that? Yeah, I've, yeah. Been, I've been dying so, to know. So, so, so uh, like, like I said, a big wide and then wrap it with gum, though. See? Oh, that's what. You yeah, mean. yeah, with with gum. But never went to the plate without it, you know. Every like had had chew the whole way. Well, that was your thing. We all went and we'd see that big drip going down, and we'd yeah. like, "Oh boy, if they throw if they throw him a fastball, you are fucked." Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, the chew and grabbing my cock was the two main things. Right? <laughs> yep, you did both. That that is the like, like when you think of Lenny Dykstra, you think grabbing the cock, big spit, yep. putting the legs down real low. And be careful. And just a bad motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you don't get voted the most hated player in the league five years in a row without fucking, like, you know, like, like doing shit the other team don't like, you know. So if you think about it, like, when you're leading off on the road, okay, like, I had, like, the, not the old, I had all the power, meaning they couldn't, you know, they can't start the game until I get in the box. I'm leading off, right? So when we play like Atlanta, for instance, um, I take a long fucking like you know this is like you know when I'm on the shit and I'm fucking like, like I mean this is a Greek statue and I'm leading the league and everything, but I always take a long walk and 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 stop right in front of Ted Turner and Jane Fonda, and I, I look at Jane Fonda and I say, I want to fuck you. <laughs> no, no, I did like every time, and they say get in the fucking box. So I say fuck you. So like at that moment in time, like I had all the they can't you can't start without me in the box, you know. So that that was um pretty cool. I hated the Braves too, you know. Yeah. Why? Why? I know you hated the Braves, but why? Why did you hate them so bad? I don't know, you, man. You, you came there with anger, man. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't like the Braves, but so one of my biggest hits, um, 
I got um, was to beat the Braves in the tenth inning. I hit a home run uh, in Atlanta and kind of sealed the deal for us in Philly. You know, when you hit that home run, do you, as soon as you hear that ball hit the bat, do you know it's gone? Uh, that one, not not so much because you know, usually like my my thunder was like from like right right center like over. So that one I went dead central, which I don't usually do. So, um, but. Um, again, the two-two pitch was 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 borderline, and he called it a ball. So then three-two fastball, and then um, two-out home run. And, and, and that's the key, man. The key is getting players to get hits when 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 it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you were growing up, you were in high school, and you were breaking records in high school. He was batting like four ninety-six, fifty hits or something in high school. Yeah, yeah. So in high school, like, but I was real small, you know. So like, I, I didn't fit the like prototypical baseball player, and and so they drafted me late, you know, in like the the like the thirteenth round. Yeah, but didn't so, you have to make a choice because you were gonna? What were you gonna go to Arizona? Say yeah, I had a full ride to play football and baseball there. Football too. Yeah, yeah, I was a cheap shot artist, dude. I was the best, <laughs> free safety, but um. I remember, like, like saying to myself, like, because I, I didn't like. I mean, I went to school for one reason. I had to, you know, to play to play baseball. I mean, I had one friend in school play catch with, and so, like, I just decided, like, you know what? I, I can hit. I can touch first. I can touch second. I can touch third. Touch home, and score around. So, like, I, what what am I waiting for? You know, so. It's kind of weird. Like I always knew that I was going to make it to the big leagues. I kind of had this like, it never. I never doubted it. It's um, it's kind of a, I don't know. It's, I kind of knew it, you know. Like an intuition, instinct. It was just a matter of when. Yeah, like I remember, like my first year in spring training. You know, you stretch as an organization, and so like when I say organization, you have all the players, and you know, they have like fucking thousand. Like must be a thousand. And I was the first one in the front of the line. You know. We did a stretch, and I stretched, turned back, and I said, yeah, like a, a fucking wave of blue hats, you know? And, like, I didn't say, oh, fuck, how am I going to get through that? I said, fuck them, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then you went into the minor leagues, and you just tore shit up. And then didn't um, one of the outfielders got hurt, and then that's how you got pulled up uh, Mookster, with yeah. the Mets, right? Yeah, Mookie got hurt. Yeah. And then... um. You know the key is when you get up is 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 is, is you gotta you gotta perform. You know, I mean a lot of players can can get called up, but the key is can you stay up. You know, yeah, because they usually call you up like just when he's hurt, and then when he goes comes back, he'll go back down to the minors unless yeah he's I, good or shows. Right, I did that a few times, but then I saved for good for you know because I I played well. But um, and the funny thing is, me and Mookie got along good. You know. We got it real good. Well, then, and then you go to the Mets, and then you end up getting to the World Series. Now, now, tell me what it's like when you get to the World Series, like the day before the World Series and the day of. What's that like? <laughs> I, you know, I mean, you played, you know, a gazillion games all year. Yeah. How many games did you guys play? 162. 162. Yeah, it's it's actually the most rigorous schedule in all sports. I mean, like. If you think about it, like football, they play seventeen. I mean, and that's tough. But one hundred and sixty-two, like, is six months of straight baseball. I mean, seriously, it's it's fucking. It's it's not what people think it is. You know, it's not just a game of baseball. It's like um, 
there's a whole different mentality to it because like over the 162 games like you have to have a plan and um, there's a lot of intangibles you know because during those games like in the season you guys went to the world series you guys were good so you had to pace yourself right because the goal wasn't really the regular season the goal was playoff time yeah i mean like in so so i was on the field to win the world series I, like this is kind of like my life um so i was on the field when we won the in Central when we won the world series with the mets and i was on the field when we lost the World Series with uh, in, in in Toronto, when Mitch Williams gave up that home run to Joe Carter, so like, like I said, like, what do I do? Do I run off the field? Do I walk out the field? <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, so that's like uh, I experienced both, you know. The one that you won, though, like, tell me what that schedule is like. I mean, I know it was the '80s, but what what was that? Di- what was the schedule like? Well, I'll tell you what, man. The most like surreal thing of all was. Um, was the next day the ticker tape parade. That was like so fucking awesome, dude. Like I'm driving through the city of New York and all the New Yorkers were hanging out in the buildings and like it was it was pretty it was it was like to win a World Series in New York is like um it doesn't get much you know, next step up is fucking you know, God if there, <laughs> if, there, if there is one, you know. <laughs> And didn't you hit the? They said that you hit the best, uh, the best hit ever in Yankee or uh, not Yankees? Jesus, shouldn't say that. Mets. Uh, Mets history. Well, I got a big hit, a walk off home run in Game Three. Um, so, so, um, I got some hits when they mattered. You know, that's what, that, that, that's the whole key. You know, the the key is, is to um, is 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 when when a lot of players are scared they don't want to be up there when the game's on the line see that was the opposite i wanted to be up there you know yeah you wanted the challenge yeah i wanted to be the challenge i wanted to be a fucking hero you know what, what do you got to lose you know i mean I, I had brass balls you know what i mean and and plus i i i was good at what i did i mean baseball was my gift it was my way out of the middle you know and what are some things that you did that got you so good at stealing Stealing bases, I mean, everybody was scared of you. And and you took a long, like, at first base here, you know, you can explain it better than me. I'm an idiot. But at first base is here, I mean, you went all the way. You almost went all the way to second base. Well, <laughs> again, the intangibles, you know, it depends on um, the pitcher. And, like, so so what you're seeing now is you're seeing stolen bases go way down because pitchers have realized that they they take a, they don't take the big leg kick anymore, so we we always knew of, and we timed it. So if a pitcher was um, um, zero point two seconds or more to home plate, you could run on him. But less than zero point two, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're Jesse jo- Jesse Owens, um, you're going to be thrown out unless he makes a bad throw, you know, because it's all like time. So. So, so if you notice now, stolen bases have gone way down because pitchers have got smarter, and they slide step. So now, now they're getting the ball to the plate zero point you know, eight seconds, zero point one, and so that's why the, the wow. yeah that is technical. Well, plus, plus you know, like when I sold, the one thing I did do, I, I didn't get caught much. You know, I, if I sold, um, you know, it's about ninety five percent chance I was gonna make it. You know, doesn't that hurt? I mean, not you, but in general, doesn't that hurt like hell? slide into that base i mean that looks like that does not feel good 181 times a year or whatever yeah i mean look i broke every fucking finger i mean 
if you see these these fingers from diving the bases and and um but what hurt more though was i'll tell you what was turf you know in philly we had that turf oh yeah that was the worst the worst turf right yeah and and i mean it was great to hit on because the ball like flew through there but but playing on it was like took a real toll on the body man big time big time and what did, and when did they start really starting to put in turf was that in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of fields with turf when I came up in the in, in the eighties and still in the nineties, you know. And then they started making the new stadiums, and and they have this like you know it's grass, but like it's all it's like uh, implanted grass. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, high end shit, <laughs> right? So instead of turf, they just put grass over the cement that you're about to dive for a ball. Yeah, on, but mean? see, it's softer though. You know, you don't have the the. You know the torque, you know, because like you're going full speed and cut a ball off in the gap, you know, like like you got to slap on a dime, you know what I mean? So the, the pressure, and and so, um, yeah, the new stadiums are awesome, you know. I mean, they're more like amusement parks too, you know. Yeah, they're like a a concert stadium. They are, right? they are. like built perfect. Um, now the year after you win the World Series with the Mets, now that's done and over with. You did your parade. Now you got to get ready for the next season. What's that like, having that pressure after just winning? And I don't care, even though I wasn't—I was what were we five years old around then? <laughs> but I was a kid. <laughs> but still, but, but still, you know, you were a big part of it. You know, so, yeah, yeah. So how much pressure's on the team, and how does the 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 practice changes now that you've won? Well, so in '87, like we, we played good, but the Cardinals is like. like played a little better but back in 88 then we went and we rolled you know we went right through it and and the only reason we didn't go to the world series because the manager davy johnson fucked that up and and didn't didn't uh, bring in myers to face uh socially he left gooden in so um but that turned everything around you know do you think if that decision if that was a different decision you guys would have, would have got it absolutely yeah yeah ah, that was kind of a crazy move no he fucked it up he, david johnson was a bad manager man so then when you lose that year and you go back this episode is brought to you by let's get checked are you the man your father was recent studies have shown that men's testosterone levels have dropped substantially since the 1980s at about an average of one percent per year think about how old your father was when he was born for example if he was 30 your testosterone levels could be 30% lower than his. Low testosterone levels can have all type of health effects on men. It can affect your mood, sex drive, memory, muscle mass loss, you name it. And yes, low testosterone is more common the older you get, but it can affect men at any age. So let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in a discreet packaging with next day delivery. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. So, if you want to test your hormone levels without having to leave your home, visit trylgc.com backslash mscsmedia and get 25% off your test using the code mscsmedia. The link is in the description at the top. This episode is sponsored by Aurora. Do you know what the fastest growing crime in America is? For years, this crime rate has been surging and affecting millions of Americans. I'm talking about identity theft, and there's a new victim every 14 seconds. Yet despite this, those who have had their identity stolen are often shocked when it happens. That's why I'm excited to partner with Aurora, who is sponsoring this video. Aurora is identity theft protection 
fraud monitoring, a VPN, password management, and antivirus software all into one easy-to-use app. Their VPN allows you to stay anonymous online by keeping your browsing history and personal information safe and encrypted. Protect you and your family from America's fastest-growing crime. Try Aurora for free for two weeks and see if you or anyone in your family's personal information has been compromised. Start your free trial today. Go to aurora.com slash MSCS. The link is in the description below. Then what's the next year? Yeah, they panicked. <laughs> they started to like, train everyone off. And, you know, and, and, um, and plus the players are getting older too, but... but yeah, the the next year when like I said that's when everything started happening, you know. Yeah, and then they traded you to the Phillies, and you weren't too happy about that to begin with, right? No, no, I was happy because oh, yeah, see, I wanted to play every day, um, because the only way you get paid is to play every day, you know. And say, they, whoa, they, whoa. They, you don't, you have to play every day to get paid. There wasn't well, they get paid for... real money, you know, real money. Oh. you have to be an everyday player. And so they were platooning me, you know, I was like, fuck. So I said, like, fuck this, man, trade me. So they, they traded me on Father's Day in Philadelphia, you know. We were playing in Philadelphia when they traded me. Oh, no shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> and what was the first day like when you played in Philly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you well, remember that game? Yeah, they were in last place. I remember um, a guy named Tommy Hur, who was a veteran player at the time, he said, um, Hey, welcome aboard. Grab a bucket and start bailing, you know. <laughs> 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 So now, before we get into the 90s, in the 80s, who would you say were the top three best pitchers that you had to go against? Um, I mean, in the World Series, I faced Roger Clemens. He was filthy. And um, How good was Roger Clemens? He's filthy, dude. He's a fucking hairy ass, you know. Oh. And, and, but he's not in the Hall of Fame. That's how fucked up it is. He should be, though, right? Of course, man. Why I mean, isn't he? Why the because fuck? Of the, old, the fucking steroid yeah, bullshit. Yeah, but, but look, I mean, if they want, I thought they, I thought they put him in. If they want to have a Hall of Fame for like good guys, they should have one. But like, like, what's the threshold? What makes somebody a good enough guy? What about the people that, that you know, like, you know, take amphetamines or beat their wives or whatever? So, I, I don't know. You, you still got to hit the baseball, and, and I, I just think that the whole Hall of Fame is fucked up the way it's. I mean. The three best players in the history of baseball are in it. Pete Rose, um, Clemens, and Bonds. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. Bonds still is in there. See, that, that's so ridiculous to me because Bonds was a monster before any of the steroids. Right. So what? He took steroids and he got better. Right. But you so still have to be super good to even, you know what I mean? So that's a good point. So Bonds, if you take his first 10 years in the big leagues before he touched the steroid, his numbers are fifth best overall. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, yeah, that, that's before you know. So, but but uh, again, you know, the Hall of Fame is is the, the, uh, it doesn't work. You know, it, it's it's corrupted. It's corrupt like everything else. It's corrupted. Yeah. But the pitchers, though, the ones that you had to go up against in the eighties, who were the toughest ones for you? I know Clemens. Yeah, it was wasn't so much like the pitcher himself. It was like you know, depending on how I was going, you know. I mean, so there wasn't really a pitcher that I could I would say like that was too tough on me. Um, I mean, I own I own Nolan Ryan. He can get me out. Uh, uh, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, no, I did. You, you got to put your hat on for that one. No, I did. I did. I, I owned him, but but um, so like as far as like 
who was like tough. There wasn't really one name I could like tell you, you know. Because they were kind of all the same to you. They're all the same, you know. It depends on how you're going. If you're going good, you know. Yeah. Now, when you go to the Phillies, you start playing there. How about that crowd? <laughs> now, what's the difference? Like, describe to me A to Z the difference between playing for the Phillies and playing for the Mets. Okay. And even though you got Philly fans in here, it's okay. You, yeah, no, it's the Mets, if you like no, the Mets, I love. Better, so. I, no, I love Philly. You <laughs> me? So, so the difference is real simple. In Philly, they throw uh, batteries at you. <laughs> in, in, in in New York, they throw coins at you. <laughs> I would take the coins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What was your favorite thing about playing in Philly, and what was your favorite thing about playing in New York? The pussy. Which had better pussy? You had I mean, it in New York, right? No, I lived in Philly. I mean, it had to be New York. I mean, it's pretty much all the same, dude. Like, you know, I mean, um, I mean, if it's bad, if it's bad, you just look left, you know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a bad pitch, right? <laughs> once it's in, it's in, you know. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah, what's the difference? What do you look at her face? Say, "Oh, you're so fucking beautiful." What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> How about your favorite field? Uh, Houston. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, because um, we we always knew we were gonna play because of the Astrodome. So when I took my um, amphetamines, I could launch at the right time and not have to reload. Because in, in Philadelphia, like we'd always have rain delays, you know. So like. So I'm taking drugs is a nightmare because you can't manage your pills, you know. Yeah, because you're just sitting there waiting and waiting. It's like watching paint dry. It was, yeah, it was. I remember. I remember being in the in the game and be a rain delay and three inning wait. You yeah, know, being they, nine they, years old and you're sitting there, you they, can't sit still. Right, they sick. They sick it out too, man. They 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 they'd hold off. Is that so that they can bring around that fucking hot dog guy, and the beer <laughs> guy, and make their money? Because it wasn't raining. You know, after about, you know, 45 minutes, the rain's done. Yeah. You still got that fucker running around with beer for $7 yeah, a piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now it's like fucking 20 a piece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get to the Phillies. <clears throat> you get to the Phillies. you there, what, six years? Yeah, Phillies, uh, I played there for seven or eight years, actually. Uh, I was hurt at the end of my career, though. I had back surgery, but, but you know, Philadelphia... Um, we went from last to first, you know, and, and kind of in 93, we, we brought um, 3.6 million fans in. So, like, we were, nobody wanted to play us, dude. I mean, we were fucking. John Crook. Yeah, we were just a bunch Williams. of fucking, like, oh, badass. I forgot about John Crook. Yeah, they get, you guys had, like. Dalton, Incavilia, Hollins. What this was a, that? What was that locker room like? I mean, you guys partied and yeah, everything. You, you right? gotta ask. Fuck, what, you even know more than me about. It. You gotta ask. Well, so so like so to put it like simple like so instead of people needing to go to a pharmacy to get their script filled, I just filled a form. <laughs> I had the big black bag and and like we were all man like like and all the other players. I mean, we were like drug fueled, fucking steroid powered, and fucking. Like, and on a mission of mercy, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I used to tell my teammates, um, look, here's the deal, man. Like, if I see you talking to the other team, we're fighting. You know, because we're playing for real fucking money here. And so when we go on the road, what we do is we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to take their money. We're going to fuck their women, okay? Okay? And, and, and none of you bring your fucking wives on the road. We're going to be fighting for that, too. <laughs> so the wives, I wasn't the favorite fucking guy with the wives, you know? In fact, um, the wives didn't like me very much, um, which 
is cool with me. I'm not a wife type of dude, you know. <laughs> I never fucked around with wives or, or friends, friends, and it always ends bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, that, I had tagged my stepsisters a couple times, you know, but <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. <laughs> All right. Joking, joking, it was joking. a punchline. 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 No, Actually, they're they're not my blood, so it would have been that bad. I don't think they're. I mean, your stepsister. I mean, yeah, I mean, so. I mean, that's up for debate. Like, only once or twice. Yeah, it's up for debate. Technically, yeah, no. yeah. It's technically it isn't. No, I never went there. I never went there. <laughs> uh, I, I did get um. Um, go through one experience that I'll never forget. Um, in my drama class, man, in high school, <laughs> check this out, man. This teacher was hot too. Her name was Mrs. Dahl, and I was like the, the school like that kind of you know stud to the sp- sports. And one one day she told me you know to stay after class, you know, and she literally fucking like fucked me like 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 it was so fucking crazy, dude. And then like. Each time, like classmate, I would go to Miss Dahl and say, "Are we gonna stay after class again?" (laughs) She never let me stay after class again. She just wanted to notch on the belt, you know. (laughs) Can you imagine that name, though, Mrs. Dahl? Dahl, what a fuck. She's hot, dude. Fuck, man. Were were you and Crucky good friends, like uh, really good friends, or was that just you know through baseball and then? Yeah, more through baseball, you know. Crucky didn't really. um, Crucky lived pretty. um, His locker was a fucking. Mess so busy locker next to me, but he actually did a pretty straight, you know, uh, life. He's a kind of Academy Award winner, you know, um, when you put on an actor, but um, good teammate, good teammate, and and he could hit too, you know. Um, um, so yeah, he uh, we were, we were more my best friend on the team was Darren Dalton and then uh, Dave Holland, yep, and then Holland's, you know, Holland's yeah. uh, is probably the toughest guy I ever played with, you know. Really? Oh yeah, fucking from Boston, from 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 Baltimore, from, uh, excuse me, Buffalo. Fuck. Darren Dalton, I forgot Darren all Dalton about there. He was yeah. a beast too. Yeah, man, he died of cancer like a lot of other players. Yeah. Damn, what kind of cancer did he pass from? The same. It's, it's weird, man. Like like seven Phillies have had the same cancer. It's the rarest one you can get. It's brain cancer. Um, really? Yeah, it's so weird, man. It's so fucking weird. Uh, and they're doing like had to do something to the turf, but. Um, it's kind of like nothing, like, like, I got, like, like COVID, for instance, wanted no part of me, you know, I have so many chemicals in me, I don't know what to do. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> runs the other way, you know what I mean? <laughs> give me a, give me a really good story, like a road, a couple of good road stories. I mean, I know you got them, Lonnie, I know you got them. Well, I mean, like, what I used to do is, is, is um, <laughs> I used to let the Bat Boys, uh, I call it Showtime, you know, and, and I let the Bat Boys go in the closet, you know, um. When when I would you know do do my my service my uh, chicks and they 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 fucking loved it but you know they used to make noise all the time they'd shut the fuck up in there you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah those were good times good times man now when you were so your best friends with the Phillies was what Darren Dawkins Dalton at uh, Dalton and Dave Holland Dave Holland so so tell me some stories when you guys went out on the road I mean you're sitting there for nine innings sometimes just sitting there. <laughs> well, well, no, like so. When I was with Philly, I, 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 I had my my people like get a presidential suite at a different hotel. I never stayed at a team hotel, so I brought the party to to the to, you know, instead of going to a bar wasting time, everything was already lined up. You know what I mean? 
You already had everything in every city you want to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? You're doing that 162 games. Well, 80. Party, 180. 180. No, 80 because um, you're, you're half at home and half on the road. So, like, I got married because to keep me in at night, you know. So, at home, you recharge the batteries. Um, and then and, and on the road, you go out, you know. How do you keep up like that? Like, how do you keep with the party and then playing baseball and party and baseball and, like, being able to do it? Like, Amphetamines, bro. Yeah? Amphetamines, the L.A. turnarounds, man. Yeah, they work, too. What is, what, what, what is, what was, is that like Adderall? Or Adderall, is, now it's Adderall. It used to be Dexedrine then, you know. What the hell is that? I don't even know what that Dexedrine is. Dexedrine was the one before Adderall, so. But, but like same type of thing? Same thing, yeah. It's yeah. Um, like, it's, it's more of a smooth up, but it's, once you take it, you can't go back, you know. Now, do you get addicted to that shit? Is that tough to get off of, or is that one of those things that's not too bad? Well, it's not like opiates, man. Opiates is physical, you know. Adderall was more of, um, like, because the schedule is so tough, it gives you, some, you know, energy, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're playing all those games, and then when you get off of it, it's not physical. It's just you're like, ugh. Yeah, opiates are a whole different story, though, man. Opiates are the devil, man. So, like, anybody out there taking opiates, I, I Get fucking off them because you have no idea what kind of pain. Um, so I went through that too, and I haven't touched one of those since 1999. Good for you. Yeah, cause they're, they're, I mean, look, the thing is, is, anytime you get some kind of that kind of reward, like, I mean, like, like, and opiates, so, so they're needed because, like, if you have a family member that gets in an accident and, and they have to go to the hospital, if they didn't have opiates, the person would suffer to death, you know? So the problem is, is when you abuse them, like like, so it started out with with um, like after the game. This is '93, and I didn't even know what they were really, but like my teammates, Crock and Dalton, these guys, they had to drink like 15 beers after the game, take their pain away, and I was the leadoff here, and I couldn't do that. So I said to the trainer one day, I said, "Hey, look, man, like uh, there's got to be something uh, I can do. I can't, I can't like drink like that. That's the leadoff." He said, yeah, here, just take this little white pill here. One little, like, Vicodin. And I didn't even know what it was, and I took it. Fucking had a, you know, a couple of drinks and fucking showed up the next day, fucking like a million bucks. <laughs> I, th I thought I reinvented the fucking wheel, you know? <laughs> I said, these dumb motherfuckers, they had it all figured out. <laughs> and then fast forward it, and, and, you know, there's nothing for free. And next thing you know, I'm taking 30 a game and fucking... Hard thing, game. yeah, because you become, you become dependent on them, you know. And so the hardest thing I ever did was get off them, and and that was so. Uh, I got off them in in nineteen ninety uh, ninety ninety eight. Uh, went to Israel to get off them, you know. Really? Yeah, it was a big deal, big deal. Yeah, you know, why'd you go to Israel to get off them? Well, so I had this awesome doctor in Philadelphia. And like the pain, the, the physical pain of, of trying to get off him was too much. I couldn't. I I, I told the guy, I said, "Fuck, I I can't let this pill control me." And uh, I said, "There's got to be something else." And he said, "Well, there is, but it's it's. I, I don't suggest you do it. You know, this is like." And I said, "Well, what do you mean?" He says, "Well, it's not in this country." I said, well, "Where is it?" He said, "In Israel." This is in, like, in the late nineties. I said, Israel, isn't that where they're blowing motherfuckers up every day? <laughs> he said, yeah. I said, well, um, what else? He said, well, 
you'd only be the second patient in the world to do it. And I said, well, did the first one live? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yeah. And he said, and then the other thing is they want like a quarter million dollars. I said, fuck it, I don't give a fuck about the money. He said, don't do it, man, it's too risky. I said, fuck it, I'm doing it, man. I'm fucking doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. So I flew to Tel Aviv by myself and the whole fucking deal got off him and haven't touched one since, you know. Yeah, but how'd you get off him? So you, so you land in Israel, so, and then what happens? So what happens is, is what happens is, is um, I hired a whole security uh, team, and and there's this doctor that invented this, this this procedure called rapid detox, and now it's rapid out there now everywhere, and they put you to sleep for like twelve hours, and they suck all the opiates out of you. Um, so when I landed in Israel, um, I told um my guys hey take me to my doctor take my doctor so i remember going um and israel was weird it wasn't like you think it was real like not, not high buildings and like uh, different and so when i went in the doctor's office like i saw him like all i saw was his back and someone smoking a cigarette and his feet up against the window and I was like, whoa <laughs> what the go. fuck I and, shit. <laughs> and i said hey, excuse me excuse me so he turns around dude, he's got scars all over him dude his face his fucking arms and and like, how confident were you feeling? Well, I like, yeah, that. Well, the other thing is, is like, for the second time in my life, I mean, um, I actually kind of broke down, you know, because I was so, like, I don't know, it just hit me. Sure. The first time was uh, when my mom wouldn't let me play in the Lily games at uh, like 107 fever or whatever. <laughs> so, like, I broke down. I remember him coming over to me and he picked me up kind of, and I still smell like his, his Israeli cigarette. And he said, you know, I'm not going to let you die, you know. And like so, I nicknamed him Doctor God. You know, it was uh, it was pretty intense, man. Pretty intense. So then they knock out, they suck all the opiates out of you. Yeah, but, but then when you still, wake up, you gotta feel like total oh, shit. Fuck, dude, twenty rounds of Tyson, bro. Mm. I mean, you feel like fucking death, but but you're opiate free, you know. And and and, and again, like like the thought of an opiate now makes me sick, you know, because I know what's waiting for me, you know. So so people, in fact, like. The reason why there's so many heroin addicts out there now is it's harder to get an opiate now than it is to get an antibiotic. Right. You know? Yeah. So, and then the, the, the pain's too much, you know? Now, when they sucked it out of you, what did they give you to get through that extreme withdrawal? Like, did they, what did they give you in Israel to just calm it a little bit? Benzos? Yeah. Slowly? Yeah, a few benzos. Uh, yeah. You got to. That's a fucking nightmare. A few benzos, and, and they, and they, um, De- definitely, but but still, dude, it's, um, it's still sucks. Oh, it was the worst, bro. It was, it was, it was, it was the hardest thing I ever did. But you did it. Yeah, I did, and, and like I said, I haven't touched one since, and no desire to either, because you know I know it's waiting for me. You know. Congratulations, because not a lot of people can say that and do it that long. I mean, that's what. That's almost thirty years. 30, yeah, yeah. There's no no interest in in going through that fucking nightmare. Twenty three years. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, like, don't get me wrong. There was like at the beginning. There was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna do it different this time. I'm gonna do it. the thing. It don't discriminate. Opiates don't discriminate. You know, no matter how much money you got, no matter what color you are, you know, once you cross that imaginary line and your endorphins start stop working for you. You're 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 literally in withdrawal, and you're just trying to stay out of being sick. You know what I mean? Yep. So so yeah, that's a rough that, that that's a rough that's a rough one to deal with, man. 
Well, at least you got through it. Yeah, I get through everything, man, in some way, you know. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, Rob, play our top three. Yep. We got a little clip of you smashing two out of the thing <clears throat> while you bent down. What was with the, yeah, here, scroll down, yep. And then, uh, yep. Take a minute to walk. Remember this one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah, I almost hit three that game, actually. I got the other one coming up. Yeah, the other one I thought about. What, what was up with I'll, the... I'll tell you. Pause that, yeah. Pause that, Rob. It's a good story. Okay, so... Not, not only did I take him deep, but the, you know his shin got that way? He was on second base, and the guy had a fly ball to me in center field. He tried to tag up, and I threw him out of third, and he, he went head first, and he hit his fucking chin on the fucking... <laughs> so now that I fucking, like... Take him deep. I fucking you fucked him up. I dude. fucked him all up. Dude. <laughs> so I took him deep twice. You know. How, how do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah. I got to see his face yeah. in the next one. Yeah, yeah. Good point. But, but the next one, I fucking. Really now, now, Lenny, are you talking shit to anybody right now? You tell no, them to go fuck off. No, only on the road. You know, we're at home. I mean, the other players. Oh, always did that. Yeah. Look. Oh, Stottlemyre. Stottlemyre. Yeah. Look at Lenny. Look at him legs. Bam. Dude, you got some. Where do you see the next one, though? Next one, I fucking crush. Holy fuck. Watch this one. Watch this one. Boom. Oh, man. That one up there. Wow. What? Yeah. You almost got it to the third row. I crushed that one. What do, you th- what do you think that pitch is? Listen to the numbers I got right now. <laughs> like, ah, oh, fuck. You <laughs> say I just got owned. What a night for Lenny Dykstra. His second home run. He's driven in four. He scored four times. Driven in, driven in four, scored four times. Yeah. Pulls it right there, Rob. Or go back a little bit. The way he does his leg. Yeah, he caught it out yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, right there. Explain that to me right there. Yeah, that's the power, man. Your torso, you know, your, your midsection. It's like golfers, if you think about it, you know. Yeah. But but again, you know, caught it out front. You know, caught it out front. And and yeah, like I said, this is an explosion. You know, it's kind of a textbook swing right there. Now that second pitch, what did he throw you? Do you remember? Fastball. Really? Yeah. Man, you know like that. Was the first one a fastball yeah, too? Yeah, always. What is he, an idiot? Always so. Why would he throw you another fastball? You just fucking knocked one. You just knocked his head off. Yeah. What a moron, huh? Yeah. Well, so when you guys take, so this is you guys losing game seven, right, to the Blue Jays? No, this is fucking the game we lost when Mitch Williams came in and blew this game. I was too. just gonna ask you that. So when when. Mitch Williams comes in, Joe Carter, right? Joe that was, Carter. That was the World Series. That, that, that was, I mean, that, that was game seven. This game is game, like, uh, three. Yeah, yeah, uh, but in game seven, when Mitch Williams comes out there, lays up the thing, and Joe Carter hits it, what's going through your fucking head? Oh, at that point? man, it was like, fuck. Did, did you hate I mean, Mitch like, Williams like, for that, or is it just? Well, like, I mean, I, I didn't really like him at anyways. You know, he's kind of a box of rocks, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, um. Like I remember looking in their dugout when when we brought Mitch Williams in, and it was like they had a race to the bat rack, you know. Uh, you know, wild thing. 
Yeah, see if you can find another good one. Yeah, another good one on there. Yeah, well, never. when yeah, this one finishes up pretty good. Yeah, let's finish it up. Car, yeah, we got a little bit left. Yeah, the car will say. Oh, there's your stats too. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, when we were first talking about the screen, and you were like 176, or how big were you went with the Mets right there no, on the right? 165. Yeah. yeah. And then how big are you at the Phillies? 192. 192. Wow. Greek statue, bro. Greek statue. I had muscles in my face. Look. <laughs> oh. Now, how much more power did you have at 192? Like really? Well, I mean, more about it was more about being able to stay durable during the six month schedule, because he like 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 I'm a little guy, and so like over the the long haul, like I didn't forget how to play baseball. Um, I just didn't physically have the the um, ability to stay strong, and and I'd wear down, you know. So I remember I, I was way ahead of the curve. I was one of the first people to ever take steroids because. In '89, when I got traded, um, you know, the general manager Lee Thomas said you're going to play every day for us. So I came out of the gates great, but then after playing every day, I started wearing down in August and September, and I like timbered. I was like the bat felt like a fucking telephone pole. So I remember after the season, Lee Thomas, the general manager, said, "Look, we're going to give you 1990. You don't have to. You're going to be you're going to be leading off every day. You don't have to look at the lineup." So I, I knew that 1990 was going to be the year to determine whether I was going to be uh, a millionaire or I was going to have to get a real job. So um, I was living in Mississippi with my wife. Um, people lived there, right? Actually, Mississippi. Yeah, people actually lived there. Wow. It actually is pretty cool, man. A lot of gamblers and fucking crazy. A uh, bunch, bunch of backward hillbillies, though, too. That's the boonies, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like nothing there. Yeah. Action though, man, gambling action. You know? I gamble. Yeah, <laughs> there's but, nothing but, else to do but so, gamble. <laughs> so, so what I did is I said like, so this year and next year is going to determine everything. So, if you remember that guy that that um, that sprinter named Ben Johnson, the first guy to ever get caught late with steroids. Yeah. So I went to the library in Mississippi, and I looked up all that stuff, and I remember just calling this hillbilly doctor and saying, you know, made an appointment with him, and I said, listen. Um. Next year, this year coming up, so you determine whether I can, um, uh, I'm going to make, you know, be a multimillionaire or I'm going to have to get a real job. And I said, I don't need, I, by the way, I didn't even know what he was going to give me. You know, I said, I don't need a pill or a drug to tell me, help me play baseball. I got that figured out. I need something to help me stay durable and stay strong over 162 games. So he writes me a prescription. And I, I literally went in Rite Aid, waited, waited in line. Dude. I mean, picture <laughs> that. Because they weren't, they weren't illegal then, you know. And he said, then come back and I'll show you how to do it, you know. I said, do what? He says, I'll show you how to you know, take it. So I go back, he got a harpoon waiting for me like this. <laughs> but, but, and he told me how to do it and I hired a trainer and I worked my ass off. And, and I remember walking in, in, in the clubhouse, you know, you know, 190. And like you know, I said, like there's a new sheriff in town, motherfuckers. It ain't Reggie Hammond either. Fucking <laughs> like Lenny Dykstra, you know. And so it just kind of carried over. But I mean, look, the bottom line is for a guy like me, I'm not saying I mean I'm not like endorsing them, but for a guy like me, if I didn't have them, I wouldn't have been able to last. You know, the players are are people who don't understand. They're all so big and strong. 
and and you know so I was a little guy and plus I you know ran around a lot and everything so so I took him for the right reasons I'm not trying to justify it I took him because the only way I was going to stay in the big leagues is to do it you know what I mean my my personal opinion on it is, is if taken correctly I think every professional a- athlete should be on it even football baseball because taking what I I think steroids should be okay if taken correctly like, oh, correctly. Yeah, right. I think it should be okay in every sport because you're playing football. You're even though you're playing, you know, plus, sixteen plus weeks. It's entertaining too. Yeah, center, like baseball is boring as shit now. No fucking. But so is the Xanax, bro. It's a fucking. Oh, I've seen. You know, and plus, you know, forty percent of the players now are all you know anger dicks. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is they're all Dominican, you know, or Latin, because they they got anger dicks. They're not circumcised, you know. First time I saw one of these dudes, I said, dude, what happened to your fucking dick, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a faggot. Not neither, trust me. But it was so fucking... You said never seen one. Uh, I said... He said, no say, no say. You know? So, like, so baseball's kind of changed now because the clubhouses, you know, when half of the players don't speak English, it's a different kind of vibe, you know? You don't have that rapport like, yeah, like you, you used to. You, you don't, and and they're kind of, I don't know. I mean, look, the thing about it is, is like, like, like my kids were were great players, but because they grew up entitled, they didn't put the work in to 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 to, to make it with the best players. Like, and so these guys are coming from huts and fucking you know living in fucking trees and stuff. So. Uh, again, you know, the work ethic is, is key, and that, that was one of my strong suits, too, you know. Well, and like you were saying, if if you didn't take steroids and, and Bonds didn't and McGuire and everybody else, we wouldn't have some of the greatest seasons well, they, ever. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, and, and again, they're playing yeah. 181 fucking games. And it's like, it's like when Sosa's doing it and McGuire's doing it and Bonds is doing it, baseball knew what was going on. Of course it is. They did, knew yeah. what was going on, and they were reaping in the benefits. Yeah, big time. Big and then time. all of a sudden, then it becomes, oh, well, they're on steroids, and this is terrible, and this is terrible. How many guys, I guess when you were playing and even during that, that era, went under the radar that maybe – you knew it, but they never got caught. Yeah, I mean, well, they had a Mitchell report, so everyone got kind of caught. But, but I mean, like, but but remember, when I did it, it wasn't, it wasn't really illegal. I mean, it still wasn't illegal till like in the two thousands, you know. But but now, definitely, drugs is definitely out of the game, you know, for sure. Um, um, but when I played, everyone did it. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna say like. Okay, like the guy next to you and let him take your job, and you're not gonna you're gonna be a good guy and not do it. Yeah, I mean you're playing for millions of dollars. Mm. What are you gonna do? You're gonna sit there and be the angel? No, exactly, bro, exactly. And so, so, so like like I said, I'm not trying to justify it, but like without me doing that, I couldn't have done what I did. I'm just being honest. And again, I I don't I still to this day I don't I think if it's done right, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because you are. There, there's a reason why they're steroids, right? There's look, a reason why they were developed. Look, look, back then, look, if they would have had steroids when Ty Cobb and Babe, no, they would have taken them. Yeah. Okay, but they're all taking amphetamines, okay? Meaning, so, so what's the threshold? It's a, it's a performance-enhancing drug. So, like, what makes somebody bad enough, like, to... Like it's okay to take that, but not steroids. You know what I mean? Right. Because there's no, 
there, there's no like rhyme or reason to it, but but I mean Bonds, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. I mean he had the discipline to wait till he was like fucking like 37 or something, but his head got so fucking big. You know? Yeah, he was on that Anadrol 50. Oh, dude, this guy was a, look. Here's the way he well, described. He could crush him. Here, here's the way he described uh, Barry Bonds. Um, the the best player in the history of baseball to ever put on uniform, the biggest dick in the history of baseball to ever put on uniform. <laughs> Why was he a dick? He's just a fucking dick, man. He was just a fucking IME, fucking arrogant, fucking prick, you know. But 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 the best player ever. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Like it's not personal. It's business. And on on the field, this motherfucker could play, man. I, I mean, flat out. I mean. The thing is, is even on a steroid, you still got to hit the fucking ball. You still got to catch and throw. You That's still got to do everything, you know? Yeah. I always, yeah. I that too. You know what I mean? It's just... I, I, That's sorry. pretty cool. That's pretty cool that, that you said. Like, you know, Bonds is a dick, but he's the best baseball player that there is. You no, know, he, he was. He, yeah. he was. In. That's respectable. Huh? Yeah, well, check this out, man. So so um, I led the league in walks two years. Well, one time I had um, 121 walks, and then I had 124. Damn. This motherfucker walked. Listen to this. When he when when he was on the shit, he walked 185 fucking times, dude. Wow. 75 intentional, and still hit fucking 40 home runs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy was a fucking. I mean, and 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 like I said, he 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 could do it all, but but you know he, you know he's he's um um he's just a dick, you know he, he's. But but again, could professionally you can't. The numbers, dude. The numbers, man. I mean, like we said in Pittsburgh alone, when he's not not on the shit, yeah. fifth best overall. You know, on nothing and young. Yeah, and, and body wasn't broken down at all. What about that, what do you, what do you think about like Sosa and McGuire? Where do you put them? <clears throat> Sosa's cool. McGuire's kind of a pussy. You know, I, I didn't really like McGuire. You know. Um, uh, but Sosa's great, dude. Sosa's fucking cool. I love the way Sosa when they had the, the congressional hearings, you know, and they started asking questions. Sosa, you know, she spoke. She actually really good English. She, no speaking English. No, no, <laughs> no say. Did. No speaking English. <laughs> and he can speak perfect. English. Yeah, he's pretty good. You know? <laughs> yeah. How do you like uh, Conseco? Yeah, Conseco's all right. You know, he, yeah. But he kind of fucked and you know he threw a lot of people under the bus, man. He fucking burned a lot of a lot of bridges there. And um, plus, he's kind of a box of rocks too. You know, he's not the the brightest bulb on the tree. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a monster, dude. Fucking guy that's fucking carved up. You know. I I used to always think watching like growing up, Ken Griffey Jr. If he, what what'd you think about him? Dick. But really. Big dick, dick. Really. Big fucking dick. I used to collect his baseball. Yeah, cards. dick, dude. Fucking arrogant. Fucking just yeah, because of his dad. Just better than you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, this and you can tell, you know, the guy was just, you know, he he walked around. This didn't like him, you know, didn't like him. I thought it was just fast in outfield. Yeah, no, great, great player. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Fuck, I mean, like like I said, who? who, I mean, being a dick and and a great player, it's not personal business. When it comes to business, the guy took care of business, you know. Yeah. Who who would be the guy if you walked in the room right now you'd punch him right in his fucking face? The guy you couldn't stand out of all the teams you ever played. One of those guys that were just like can't stand him. Probably Greg Jeffries. Greg Je- what what team was he? He was a mess. He came up with a mess. He was supposed to be like the our team. He was supposed to be like the the savior and he fucking 
turned out to be a fuck complete fuck fucked up our team, you know. Yeah. I can't even think who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah he didn't do very well. Um, but they kind of built the team. They, they tried to move the team around for him, and he turned out to be not even an average player, you know. Did you ever meet A Rod? Yeah, A Rod's cool. Yeah, he's, he's cool. cool dude. He is. Yeah. He was cool. I mean, and he wasn't on a lot of shit either. Nah, he he's genetically he, fucking huge. He is, dude. He is. He is, and he's a smart guy too. But but good dude. I liked him. You know, he was a good dude. And uh, it just you know shit went haywire for him in New York with all that crazy shit. You know, over nothing. Yeah, and then but he fucking got married right, didn't he or whatever? Huh? Uh, Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, now she divorced. I they, love they got divorced. Mexican chicks are my favorite, man. <laughs> you know, I love Mexican chicks. You know, what was, what was the hottest celebrity you met when you were in your prime? You know, you had them and met a couple good ones that you can well, tell. I'll just at say, least one or two to tell. Well, I mean, I'll tell one, but I never really told one before. But I'll say that there. My man. So, 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 <laughs> so, so, you know, Glenn Close from Fatal Attraction. Yeah, she's a huge uh, uh, Mets fan. You know, um. Trust, trust me. <laughs> Can you pull her up? Yeah. And like I said, no fucking, no, no fucking fatal attraction on me, man. Fucking, I'm hey. just curious. Let me take uh, a look. No fucking fatal attraction on me. <laughs> no <laughs> fatal attraction uh, on me. You remember that movie? Yeah, Fuck, fatal attraction. Fucking yeah. crazy on Michael Douglas. Crazy on Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but she was just, she was just a, uh, cool, you know, cool. How about Michael Douglas? He beat that throat cancer. Yeah. I thought he was done for. Yeah, he's a fucking great actor, man. Great actor, fucking great actor. He's come back, but he he looks like he uh, he looks like he's been through World War. Yeah, right? they got a box waiting for him, dude. Just like Biden, yeah, the old box waiting for your boy Biden too. I mean, I'm, I'm my boy. I mean, my your Whoa, boy. I okay, mean, Lenny. All right. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't so much like like the the beauty queen. It was more about more about the fucking you know like when I was after Princess Stephanie in Monaco. You know, he's flying Monaco all the time in my jet. And because uh, I wanted to fuck Princess Seven, you know, she, she's like the wild one. That would have been nice. Well, it was just, it was just a notch. It would be a notch on the belt. Yeah, that's what I mean. Put it in the portfolio. A little ro- royalty, you know? Me and my brother used to do that. Yeah. We, we used to write down everyone in a book. Yeah. And when I, this is when I was younger. I'm not a pig now. Yeah. When I, I was younger, I, I, you know? Yeah, you got a lot of pussy. So, you know, <laughs> we were going after Reggie White's number. Oh, yeah. Of course, he killed me there. You know, he <laughs> was older. But, you know, we'd write down anything that moved just to get a number. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know you know how it is when you're. Yeah, I think mean, you got a lot of pussy. You got the look, you got the rap, man. You got the like, whole deal. But, uh, like, so, so most people like you, like you said, you don't live um, the way you live then. I, I'm worse than I was when I played now. <laughs> Fuck it. I love, I, look, every day above ground to me is a fucking good day. And that's how I look at it because, like, time, like, we can't buy, like, we can buy a lot of things with our money, but we can't buy time, you know? So, like, I try to live my life going forward. I mean, there's a lot of things, like, we all know my flaws as a human. I'm not going to sit there and try to say there's not, but but I don't live back there, you know? I try to live my life. I'm a glass half full motherfucker, okay? I can't take sand being around these fucking miserable people, uh, doomsdayers, you know, fucking... You know, it's like fucking shut the fuck up, you know. So, so like, I, like I said, you know, I try to learn from what happened, but I always live my life going forward because, to me, man, like it's a gift being being, you know, healthy and, and able to do the things we want to do. It's not until something bad happens, you, know, you find God real quick. By the way, too, you know, um, that you realize how precious time is. You know what I mean? Plus, you you went you, you played baseball forever, a gazillion games, never home. 
Then you had to deal with the addiction, and you made it through all that. So now it's and then like, prison too. And then prison too. Yeah. They put me in their fucking hotel, man, for two fucking years. So for, you doing, got two- for, for for doing nothing. That's a whole other story. I don't want to get into. But yeah, it's okay. Whatever it is, it is. I mean, that's uh, why they knocked all my fucking teeth out. See. Uh, see, he, that's why he's. My, my, I'm a master eating pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know that, you know. I sit behind, you can't even tell. Hide them, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. See, this is like eighty fucking grand worth of implants. Jesus. Yeah, implants. Uh, so when I was in when I was in the cooler, the, the deputies came and fucking they were whistling, take me out to the ball game. I said, hey, not tonight, man. I don't want to hear this shit tonight. And they fucking came in and they said, no, fucking six of them, man. We're fucking going. You know what I mean? Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, when you were playing, when did the injuries really start to kick in? I mean, in I, Philly, I, in Philly, in you know. Philly, like yeah, 90, 90, right? like '93. You know, so I played every fucking game on a mission. You know, that's tough. Yeah, and then because look, once you get to thirty years old, you can look at the numbers. Every player, no matter who it is, their numbers are going down. It, it's just that's just the way it is. I mean, baseball, you played so many games, and and it's, it's not. Once you're, once you're 30 years old, you're going to see the numbers on players go straight down. I should ask you this first. What's the training like? Because you're playing all those games. Are you working out every day with weights, cardio? Yeah, you don't need to do cardio, but, but you're, you're, you're lifting during the season, but light lifting, you know what I mean? You know, but... but um, Any type of diet? No, we didn't have diets back then. It was just fucking pills and fucking <laughs> and fucking vodka, man. Huh? <laughs> that was the diet. Yeah, and if you, if you were hurt, I used to say fucking Dow drug it, man. Take Don't, more. Take more, right? <laughs> take fucking more. Sounds like Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer, a bunch of fucking fucking dirty, dirty, dirtiest, dirtiest of them all. They're dirty. all dirty. Oh, they're all, all dirty. Pharma, all in farm, big farmers, man. They might get the trophy. Uh, fucking big time, dude. The government gives them fucking billions and billions of dollars. Now, now, like you did your thing, they they kill people. They go into court and pay ten billion and walk away. Yeah, yeah. Kill millions of people. Yeah. Go into court, sit there. Here's your ten billion. Pfizer walks out. Yeah. Is you go a, in. He goes in. I go in. We're doing life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so uh, is that right? I, I That's don't know. how that fucking works. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Pfizer. I thought the government gave them billions of dollars for this. Well, they, they give them billions of dollars to make, say, an arthritis drug, right? <clears throat> and then you have, then Pfizer says, hey, Lenny, and you're friends with Pfizer. Can you do the case study? Sure, Pfizer. I'll do the case study. So now Lenny, who, Pfizer, me, I'm paying you. You do the case study on this arthritis drug. Oh, this one died. Uh, placebo. Wasn't the drug. So they shifted over. They come back. Hey, FDA, we only had 16 people die. <laughs> These other 100 people was placebo. Okay, approved. It goes out into the market. A million people die. They don't take it off the shelves. They get pulled into court. They go into court. The government says $15 billion and you can walk out. They pay $15 billion and walk Which out. Which is fucking pennies to them. What's that? Pennies, them. Pennies time. Pennies, bro. Pennies, because on that all this particular arthritis drug that killed a ton of people, they made like seven. What was it? Bill, I forget what the arthritis. I forget what the name of it was. It was a. It was a big one. This is before they made the vaccine, obviously. Yeah. This. This was. Yeah. They, they've been in there all the time. 
Yeah. They, they just have like a reoccurring payment to the government. <laughs> the reoccurring is like fifteen billion every seven years. Did you get the Did you get the vaccine? Hell no. You didn't. Fuck no. The only reason I got it, I like needles. You know, I was used to having. <laughs> so, so I told a fucking bitch that they gave me not a bitch. She was actually pretty nice. The one that gave me the shot. I said, "Fuck it, just give them both to me. Give me one on the left arm, one on the right arm. Why don't we come back in thirty days?" You just missed that needle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, she said, now after you have to go sit, see them people waiting over there, you have to make sure you're okay. And I said, oh, really? I said, the chance on me fucking sitting over there for 10 fucking minutes making sure I'm okay, better chance of me fucking playing center field for the Yankees next year. <laughs> <laughs> ain't fucking happening. I walk right the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Rob. I was just going to ask you how... Uh, Nickname Nails, where'd it come from? Yeah, that's How pretty cool, it? man. It's yeah, fucking that was cool. I saw a lot better than Thumbtacks, you know? Yeah. But uh, Bill Robinson gave me that nickname. He's, he was our first base coach in the Mets. Um, and um, just because I dove around and you know, played hurt, and someone, you know, he said, You're tough as nails, and it kind of stuck with me, you know? Yeah, but they called, well, there was a name. They called you Nails, and then it went, you guys were like a group. What was the name that they called you? Macho Row, you mean? Yeah, Macho Row. Yeah, in the Phillies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Macho Row. Yeah. And then that Harry Callis, who was the fucking best. Dude. Harry oh, Callis, the best. Dude, no, dude if you only knew, man. Me and Harry, how many times we were in a fucking jacuzzi with fucking naked chicks at four in the morning. With Harry Callis? Harry Callis, dropping trowel. Get out of here. No. Dropping trowel with the fucking cigarette in his fucking mouth and the fucking beer. Harry Callis? Yeah, me and him, man. He used to run. He was the fucking, this guy was the fucking greatest motherfucker ever, dude. Greatest announcer. Well, and wow. that's the thing. Then the next day, he'd be there fucking on point, you know? That voice, yeah. Oh, Harry man. the K, man. Fucking, so I miss, he, pulled, he pulled some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. Why well, pull it for him? You know, he just kind of, <laughs> he, he's kind of flankered with me, you know? But he, uh, he's one of the few guys that can hang with me, you know? So, like, like. <laughs> I can't believe Harry. This podcast is brought to you by Monster Energy. Tear into a can of the meanest energy drink on the planet, Monster Energy. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver a big bad buzz that only Monster can. Monster packs a powerful punch, has a smooth, easy drinking flavor. Athletes, musicians, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will too. Monster Energy is more than just the green OG. Monster has Monster Ultra, Juice Monster, Monster Hydro, Rehab Monster, Dragon Tea, Monster Max, Muscle Monster, and many more. Buy on Amazon, buy on Walmart, or go to MonsterEnergy.com and believe me, you'll find a place. Unleash the beast. Monster Energy. This podcast is brought to you by Liquid IV. This is a product I always use after I run, work out, and do the sauna. It's a great way to hydrate the body and feeling your best self. All you do is one stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water it hydrates the body faster and more efficient than water alone. Three times the electrolytes as other sports drinks and contains five essential vitamins, B5, B12, B3, B6, and vitamin C. It also tastes great. Flavors like watermelon, lemon lime, strawberry, and many more. Buy in bulk at Costco or go to liquidiv.com and use the code MSCSmedia, no space, for 15% off. No other way to hydrate the body. Yeah, so like when you would I, never know it, Lenny. You yeah, know Harry the K, man. Harry the K could drink and he could, he could hang. But so like when I bought my own jets, yeah. Well, see, I thought pussy was the most powerful thing in the world. Okay, because like I mean, you know, 
that's how I bought my own jet. When I bought my own jet, dude, like, that's, I mean, I burned through $50 million, too. I'm not going to lie to you. But, dude, talk about power and freedom. Like, you can be hanging with your buddies and say, you know what? Uh, you guys want to go to lunch today? Like, um, something to eat and some chicks and whatever. Um, yeah, okay, how about Rome? Let's go to fucking Rome. Huh. You can call your pilots up and say, get the wheel, get the flight plans for Rome when wheels up in an hour. That's freedom and power. I know. I saw. And weren't you like? And then you were charting them. Right? No, I own them. I own my own jet. Oh, I thought you were charting them out to the, other people too. Bon Jovi's the one group that that chartered my my jet, but bon I flew it too fucking much to charter, man. I just fucking, <laughs> I, I couldn't. So, dude, that's that's the thing I miss more than anything. That jet? Hell yeah! Oh, dude, the freedom and the power, dude. Oh. Fuck. I know I can't Damn, get over it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Rob, pull up uh, what we found. I think you're gonna like this one, Lenny. This is remember this one. Do you remember this? Is your boy Greg Jeffries? B blow it up, Rob. Yep. Hold on. Make it out full screen. Oh. Lenny, where are you? What happened here? Oh, yeah, yeah. They hate each other. So you, you play with us. Well, Remember. I'll tell you, Jeffries didn't waste any time. He ran down, tagged the bag, turned right around, and I don't know really what this stems from. There's Crocker. The because it's never I told you, we all the team hated him. Oh, boy, everybody's coming out now. So what happened here? He's going to keep some of the other relief pitchers for Philadelphia out of there. Yeah, pause this, Rob. We so didn't like him. So remember, McDowell was one playing with the Mets. So when we were with the Phillies, then he got traded. Me and him got traded together. Uh, so so he hated Jeffries, too. So when we played against the Mets, he drilled him. Or, or no, no. When he got him to make the last out, he was like motherfucking him all the way down the line, you know? Uh, and so that's when Jeffries made the turn, you know? Oh, okay. That 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 makes sense, right? Yeah, because he, me, me and McDowell, who was pitching, the guy pitching, um, we were we two, both of us got traded. Okay, so he played with us. Um, yeah, this is pretty good here, man. Remember him? Yeah, yeah right at the. Gym. He was great too. Yeah, this is fucking. This is another good one I found. No, this is a real good one, bro. Last night, Rick Dempsey at the ripe old age of forty gave away thirteen years. He got into it with twenty-seven-year-old Lenny Dykstra of the Philadelphia Phillies. Happened in the top half of the seventh Boom. inning. Dykstra, Dempsey says Dykstra was unhappy at being called out on strikes in his previous at bat. That you they see called here. that a strike. And the yeah, Philly center fielder that's was that. taking out his frustration on the home plate umpire Ron Barnes and Dempsey. And Dempsey got up. He took off the and there oh, we go. Oh. The bench is cleared. Oh, you're fucked, pal. The case in baseball, free for all. Yeah. No one was hurt, but everybody had. That's a, a funny story fun. right there. Yeah, give me. Hold on, play that again, Rob. One more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one more time. I want to see. Yeah, he was brown nosing the umpire the whole time. That was the ball. I just want to see the ball. Yeah, the pitch. Go back a little bit, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch. You can see how far off this. Yeah. This pause it. Pause it right when you see the pitch come. That's not a strike, bro. No, look, oh, look, 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 look at the put the mouse right where the ball is. Way out, like out here. Way out Here's there. The what the fuck? Yeah. How can you call that a ball? So that's what I said. Uh, I said the umpire. I said so. That uh, uh, brawl started. I said hey, this is when I was going off too. I was still hitting four hundred, and, and I said, "Hey, um, listen, man." I said, "You see that fucking scoreboard out there for the umpire? The rookie umpire." I said, "What's it fucking say? Four fucking hundred, right?" I said, "You know why? Because I know what a fucking strike is. That's not a fucking strike." This motherfucker's been brown nosing you the whole fucking night. I'm fucking tired of it. Dempsey stands up and says, shut the fuck up, Lenny. 
I said, fuck you, motherfucker. I said, we're going to go. Boom. He throws a little thing right there. Because, you know, he's a veteran. He's working the umpire the whole time. But I was hitting 400 at the time, too. And I told that umpire, you know, see that big fucking scoreboard? What's it say? Four fucking hundred. You know why? I know what a fucking strike is. I don't need a strike. <laughs> 400 yeah. basically means every other ball you're going to hit. And 400 <laughs> is like forever. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this guy... He was and he was working the Empire scene. Look out, that umpire couldn't wait to call that strike. That's what I said to my, my teammate. I said, Me and Dempsey are going. That's that. And Dempsey and Dempsey got up. He took off. The, oh, and there was, that was a bad move right there. The yeah, yeah. yeah Lenny, you just threw him down. Yeah, body threw him down like that. And your hand in his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he was all fucked up too after. How bad were those umpires? Were were they, were they paid off? Were they were they? What was it like with the umpires? Or, or Rob, you had a better, had a better way to say it. Yeah, we're, I guess I guess just you know these umpires. You know, you watch games now, basketball games, football, baseball, and you see like some questionable, questionable calls. And sometimes you sit there and go, man, is it rigged? Like, are these guys betting on games? Like the guy that caught, caught in the NBA that time. Do you think there's a lot more of that going on than people so, think? So you're gonna trip out. You're gonna trip out on this story, man. Okay, because um, and and by the way, everything I tell you is true. That's how I roll. I don't. There's no fucking, no no bullshit. That's one thing about me. They call me a lot of things, and I'm a liar. Um, so I figured out early on in my career, man, especially when it's time to start getting paid that the umpires control my life, okay? Because, you know, what I did is I, I did the math, and I figured out if, if the count's 0-1 versus 1-0, over the long haul, you're going to hit. If it's 0-1, you're going to hit 180. If it's 1-0, you're going to hit fucking 280. So, so, and they can call it, you know, like I said, they can, they can call it a strike. Then, so what I did is I hired a private investigation firm, a PI firm. Wow, okay? smart. I, pay, I paid them 500 fucking grand, okay? Damn. 500 grand, and I had them follow the umpires around because their blood's just as red as fucking ours, right? Yeah. yeah, so so like some of them bet on fucking uh, gambling problems, some fucking like chase pussy, some are gay. Mm -hmm. I mean, so like I remember playing in Houston. This, this guy behind the behind the dish, his name is uh, I want to say his name, but he's gay, you know. And so my PI told me, you know, he had out of this place called Rick's. So he called a strike on me. And I said, <laughs> Hey, uh, now Dave, how was Rick's last night, bro? <laughs> Huh? And he's like, oh, fuck. Because, you know, fear does a lot to a man. Because, you know, they find out you're gay and fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, like one guy's a degenerate gambler. And this other guy, he called a strike on me. I say, hey, uh, hey Bruce, you, you missed you miss last night, huh? You're on the wrong side, huh? <laughs> next thing you know, my strike zone went like this to this. <laughs> that, how do you think I let the league in walks the next few years? Uh, Coincidence? I think not, dude. That was smart wow. to get a Yeah, so I invested five hundred thousand and got paid thirty million for that. That's the year. That's ninety three when I when I had my my monster year. You know, I went. I was on a mission, and so because you know them umpires, man, those pitchers are so good. They can they can throw it off the dish that much. So so now I control. I was in control. You know, because the umpires, you know, they knew when I'm saying shit like that. No one else would know. They know it's real. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, because you're timing it. You, like you have, you're like a mathematical genius. Yeah, well, I mean, but that one, I didn't give a fuck, man. I did whatever I had to do to fucking win and take care of my family and make money. Yeah. Yeah. So it cost me fucking five hundred grand, but I got all kinds of shit on them, man. Now, were they were they betting on their, their own games? No, like, no, no, no. I, I no, I got dirt on them. 
So, so they would know that I could expose them if I wanted. Oh, I see. What you see, like you know, right, them though. being gay and the other guy being, you know, they, they, they obviously be fired if that they found out like guys betting on fucking sports, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And someone cheated on their wife, all kind of shit, dude. I have like, he piled it up so when I, they tried to fuck with them, you better open they, that strike zone yeah, just a tad bit, right, yeah, buddy? Close that fucking strike zone. <laughs> or close it, yeah. Yeah, what I mean by that is 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 what I did is 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 I took control, man, after <laughs> after learning, you know people to see the public doesn't understand how how uh, how important it is over the long haul to get calls if you can get calls. Because it, it, it's it's all about math, man. I took um, I took uh, five years of, of players in the league that had at least five hundred bats, and I saw what their counts were, and so I figured out the the the, the percentages. So the key is to get your count in your favor, okay? Because then you get yourself in a predictable situation where you get a fastball. You know what I mean? And so so um, like like ninety three, that was my contract year. So I was I went all fucking in, dude. I invested five hundred grand. I had a huge firm follow these fucking umpires around. Had all, every one of them, dude. And like I said, you think it's a coincidence I led the league in walks the next two fucking years? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think so, bro. So now, the what'd you have? Three pretty rough injuries, and then you retired, right? Well, I had ten surgeries, you know, but the the the, the worst one was um, back surgery. That was the one. That was the one, yeah, because you know you got no. Remember we were you saw that one when I hit that pitch, you know that ball. See, cause your your torso, your mitts, it's, it's everything, you know. I mean, if you want to watch like a, a perfect, uh, what, what a perfect baseball swing would be, watch a golfer, man. Watch the you know, little guys, and you see how they come through it, and and it's, it's smooth, but yet you have that whip at the end. And they, they, they get them hips through, you know. Yeah, and they keep their feet, and they turn their whole hips, and right? They, and then the swings all the way through. Exactly, and you get that extension, you know. Yeah. Wow. Now, now, when you were playing in, you know, New York, you go to Philadelphia, and um, I'm a big Philly guy. It's kind of funny that you're here because love every Philadelphia sports team except for the Phillies. I'm a Mets fan in baseball. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, weirdest thing. Every Philly sport yeah. diehard. So I'm Mr. Methead when I was a kid and loved. So them. I got you covered, bro. And, and, and you got me covered. <laughs> you got me covered away. But when from going from New York and going to Philadelphia, they always say the media is tough. Right, they're they're a tough branch. You have, you know, I don't know when you were there. Was Angelo Cataldi there? Oh yeah, Howard, Angela, Howard, I, Howard S. S. is my boy. I used to ask the inside shit. You know, so he took care of me. So how were they? Same thing, man. Worked that media. You know, I had I own that media. You know, yeah. Same thing. I give inside stuff. I give stuff ahead of the curve. Stuff that I don't know. I make sure I get him on my side. Cataldi's just a dick. He just you know. Yeah. He he just didn't he didn't know anything about sports. You know. He's retiring. <laughs> This year, <laughs> who'd you like playing for better, the Mets or the Phillies? Overall, overall, that's a tough question, man. Because I was a young player with the Mets, you know, and then the Phillies, I was like the leader, you know. So I had to experience both. Like I was the Keith Hernandez of the Phillies, and and with the Mets, I was just like, glad to be there and young player, you know, and just do whatever they said. Like Keith Hernandez used to tell me. Before uh, the, the the game, the national anthem, he always go down and smoke a cigarette. He said, "Hey, dude, come smoke a cigarette with me." I fucking didn't know how to smoke, but I did it because he was Keith Hernandez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, when you went to retire, how hard was it actually to retire? Like, like, did it, was that a big battle in your head, or you just knew it was time? Too much pain? Yeah, yeah. Know? That's a good point. Good question. Um, 
it wasn't hard for me at all. <clears throat> excuse me, at all because um, I I I played for the fans, you know, and 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 I knew that I I wasn't I wasn't physically capable of, of giving the fans their money's worth. I couldn't play at the same level that I played at, you know, because of the wear and tear. And like I said, it's that thirty number, man. Once you hit thirty, I mean, your 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 body and it's just you can check out the numbers. You you're gonna go straight down. So. <clears throat> And, and plus, I was, I was having to take so much shit to get on the field. It was just, you know, I, I knew his time was up, you know. And so it wasn't hard for me at all because, like I said, I'm blessed and I consider it a privilege and, and an honor to be able to play in the two best sports cities in the fucking country, New York and Philly, man. They're the two best, you know. And then go to the World Series with both of them? Fuck. <laughs> the, the, I mean, <clears throat> that's a dream, you know what I mean? What more could he want? I mean, that's a dream. I, I mean, you know. So, so like, like I said, um, you know, but you have to have a certain kind of personality, like you said, to play in, in Philly and New York. You have to be, have to be a little tough, you know, thick skin. You know what I mean? You got to be strong. You're yeah, getting so, batteries at you one place. Well, and, well that, and, and quarters the, at and, the And the media, <laughs> if you don't play well, the fans are going to let oh, you know. You know? Yeah. And what do you think, though, when you when you say that? that you're, you're exactly right. Because, you know, people, oh, you're an Eagles fan. You guys are terrible fans. You boo the guys. You do this. It's guys that are like blue collar people going in the going to game, and they demand that you play yeah. well for them, and and play play your ass off. Play play your, and, and if you do, you're you're gonna be yeah, even, respected, and they're loved. Right, even if you don't succeed every night, and correct. They're still they're still gonna be on your side because they know that you're giving you're busting your ass and and and, and trying your hardest. You know what I mean? And, and you had a guy like Ben Simmons, right, from Sixers, that he just basically quit on a team. Dog. And what's the difference, I guess, my question is, what's the difference from when you played professional sports to these guys that are playing now? A big, a big difference, like, um, it seems like they're, they're all kind of like friends, you know, and like, um, so when I played, it was like, you know, like, like, like I said, other... War. Yeah, man, war, dude, playing for real fucking money, you know, and so like, we were, like, I mean, I was voted the most hated player in the league five years in a row, you know, by the opposing team, you know, my, not by my team. My team loved me, you know, but that's just the way. Um, that's just the way I played, and, and like I said, it's um, everyone seems to be nicer now, you know, and it's just a little like softer. You know what I mean? Well, they're getting two hundred million dollar contracts. Crazy, so, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how how does baseball have that kind of money to pay that it's all fucking t- much it's money? All, it's all TV, man. It's TV all, money. Yeah, huh? all all TV money. So so check it out. I'll give you a comparison. So. The highest amount I made during the year was was six million. So my paycheck every two weeks was uh, two hundred fifty grand. Okay, so now that's like a that's a, a low fucking that, that's peanuts compared right. To so that. guys are making fifteen yeah. million. So so now multiply that by three. Yeah, guys getting checks for seven hundred fucking grand, dude. Every two weeks, dude. Uh, that's a fucking tall number, brother. What do you what do you think, A. Rod? That last one he got, what was it, a hundred and thirty million yeah. for like three years? Yeah, but that's nothing compared to what these guys. These guys have been three hundred fucking million. Three hundred million. Bryce Harper got like three hundred or three hundred million or three hundred. A bunch million. of them getting it, man. It's fucking three, crazy. That's almost half a billion dollars. I know, man. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe you should go back in the batting cage. <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> Holy hell! Yeah, but you know, all the power to them. If they can get it, they yeah, can get sure. it. The owner's making it, you know. But it's all the TV contracts, what it is. That what it is, huh? And they're still paying that much for... Because baseball isn't... I, it's boring, It's dude. just not the way it was. Talk. It's not fun to watch anymore. Hard to watch. Sorry. I, uh, I liked when you got up and you were like, okay, 
you know, whether you liked him or not. There's McGuire. Uh-oh. Yeah. You know, you never know if he's going to hit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Batista's going to pitch. Yeah, you know. it's not, it's, it doesn't have the same fucking electricity, you know. No. That. It's, it's more like, um. Now it's like washing paint. Like, like milk and cookies now, you know what I mean? <laughs> and even even when the guys would run home and charge the catcher and then a fight broke yeah. out, or you hit the guy and a fight broke out, people pay for that, too. They want yeah, the money. Yeah, now, see, the problem with that now is back then they maybe suspended for a game or whatever. Yeah. Now they take away you know, spending for three weeks, you know, three, and fine you, yeah. and and so, and that's part of the part of the entertainment because you know you're in the business to entertain. You know what I mean? That's a good point, Rob. Remember when somebody hit? You know, they would oh, hit they and they, it was right third up, base and they come right and tackle right into the catcher. So, ah, oh, I miss those days. So you speaking of that, you were a badass. We know this. We see it. We see the videos. Who was one guy that? In your head, I mean, you probably would take on anybody. I get it, but one guy, you're like, man, I probably might not want to fuck with him, or you didn't give a shit about anybody. Well, that was my boy Dave Hollins, man, my teammate, man. He's my bodyguard, the toughest motherfucker, most feared fucking player. A lot of people don't don't really know him because he's a quiet guy. But let's put it this way: people were so afraid of him. Even even Fergosi, the manager, when we traded him, he, me and him were tight. He was my boy. Um, um, when we traded him, Fergosi called me in the office and said, hey, listen, can you go tell your boy that we traded Fergosi didn't want to tell him, you know what I mean? Oh, no. And so so in, in 1994, you know, we had that crazy fucking strike, man. I mean, I lost $32,000 every fucking day, man, for 232 days. Wow. So I, I ended that strike. I called up fucking Don Fear, who was the player's rep, player's, you know, for, for us. And I said, listen... I want a meeting. I want a meeting set up immediately. Listen, I ain't drinking the Kool-Aid, motherfucker. You work for me. I pay. We pay the salary. The players don't understand that. And I said, I want to speak, you know. So I'll never forget. It was in Orlando, man. There must have been fucking 6,000 people there. And so Don Fear, you know, says, hey, uh, so Lane Dex wants to say a few words. I get up there and, like, you know, some players were, like, kind of heckling me and stuff like that. My boy Hollins gets up, stands up. He's got the one of the old, remember the old muscle shirts and fucking, uh -huh. yeah, he's got that yeah, big yeah. fucking head. And he stands up and he screams, fucking screams fucking. We call him head, by the way. He screams as loud as he can to everybody. Shut the fuck up and let the man fucking speak, uh, dude. You could hear the fucking pin drop, dude. <laughs> and then, and then when I was done, all these players came up to me and said, "Oh man, that was awesome." You said everything fucking you know I, I, I wanted to say or that I'm feeling, you know. And the strike ended a week later, you know? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what's really awesome, though, is that when I asked you why, you know, was it hard for you to retire? And your answer was, I couldn't give it to the fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a real... Yeah, I had a, I had a real... Um, so, like, I had a routine and when the game would end. Every every time the game would end, every night, the the game would end, I would go to my locker by myself and I'd sit in my locker just for you know, two, you know, two minutes, one minute, and say... Okay, if I was a fan tonight, would I have paid money to watch me play? That's how I judge myself. And the answer was yes, uh, every time except once, okay? And and the reason why that happened is this is later in my career, and um, Fergosi was giving me um, Sunday day games off after Saturday night games, you know? So um, I'd always get the Sunday day game off. So we're in Florida, and um, it's fucking, dude, this is before they had a fucking dome, and <laughs> Sunday day game there you'd fucking die, but I'm not playing. So you know, I remember. So so Saturday night I get fucking hammered, well more hammered than normal, <laughs> and 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 I walk in the fucking clubhouse, and fucking dude, my my name I'm leading off. I'm like, what the fuck? 
And I look in Fergosi's office, and he's giving me a fucking grin. Because, you know, we're playing bad, you know, so he wanted to fucking, like... So I said, there's no fucking way, man. <laughs> I said, I I, I, I... I was in Florida doing the fucking dead fucking... <laughs> dead the, the heat, all over. Here, he's here in my Joe Robbie. And I said, dude, like, what am I going to do? I said, cancer's not enough drugs. I said... I, said, I know. Wait, I got it. I said I'm gonna get fucking thrown out of the game. I got it. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna get ahead of these motherfuckers again. So umpire Big Eric Gray was the umpire. Okay, he's a big, big, big. The big black Eric Gray. He's passed. Rest in peace. But so first pitch, the guy throws me. I'm leaning off right down the middle. I think he calls it a strike. I said, "What? You fat motherfucker! You fucking da da da! I'm going fucking crazy on him, dude." And he says, "Lenny." <laughs> He says, I already know it. He said, Jimmy already told me I was our manager for Ghosty. <laughs> he said, if I'm going to be out in the seat for two and a half hours, you're going to be out in the seat for two and a half hours. <laughs> so I look in the die on Fergosi's fucking laughing at me like, this is a motherfucker. He's trying to get kicked out. Yeah, I tried to get kicked out, but Fergosi warned him ahead of time. <laughs> Don't Fergosi, talk about Fergosi knew my oh, plan. Yeah, he got because you. Because Fergosi ran hard too, you know? And so, so yeah, he got me. And actually, actually, in that game... Somehow, I, I think I fucking like broke a bat and blooped the fucking ball over the third baseman's head, and I hit a double. And I, 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 I kid you not on everything I love, dude. I got a second base. I couldn't get no fucking air, man. <laughs> no, no, no. And then I said, "Wait, don't fucking die out here, motherfucker." <laughs> like I, I wonder if anybody's hit a double and died. <laughs> like, like breathe, motherfucker. Breathe. Like the shortstop comes over and says, "Hey, how you doing?" Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so like, and like and then start vapor locking. You know, I said fucking. <laughs> Like, breathe, motherfucker. Breathe. Don't fucking, like, like, this thing is, I always ask myself, can you die fucking? I think you can, you know? <laughs> huh? yeah, right? So, like, then I said, can you die hitting a fucking double? And so, because, you know, I was saying all them fucking, I was saying all them fucking pills and everything, because, you know, the, the, the pain pills, um, they affect your respiratory system, yeah. you know? So, like, when people OD from, from, from opiates, they don't, like, freak out and fucking, you know, what happens is they just don't get enough oxygen to their brain and they just go to sleep, you know? So I'm like, but like, then I came out of it and was like, fuck, man. That's when you find God again, you know? You know the times, you know, maybe you never have, but you know, when you do too much blow at night, you can't go to sleep and you say, God, I swear to God, let me go to sleep. Let me make it through the night. I'll never do it again. I swear to God. <laughs> and then what happens the next day? <laughs> well, it's the same thing that happens when, you know, okay, I'm done with this shit. You flush down the toilet. And then fucking two hours later, you say, what the fuck am I thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> and you got three uncles, is that right? Yeah. In the NHL? Two, no, uncle and grandfather. My uncle, um, uh, Tony Leswick, you, you can pull him up, man. Tony Leswick, he, he won three Stanley Cups. And, uh, see, I'm adopted, so I'm Canadian. My last name is uh, Leswick, but I got adopted in so Dykstra. And had a the guy that dad that adopted me was awesome, you know, a great father. Good for you. Yeah, man. And uh, so yeah, my uh, I'm football and Canadian, so Tony Leswick um, won three Stanley Cups as a hockey player. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Adopted or not, we're seeing your family. Yeah, he's blood. He's yeah. blood. Tough Tony, man. Right he, there. He's Tony Leswick. Yeah. yeah, click on that one, Ralph. Good looking dude. Yeah. I, I bet you he got a lot, huh? Yeah. That's not. That's my blood. Like I said, he's a clutch player. He won three Stanley Cups. For the Red Wings, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, and they call him like, Tough Tony, too. It's kind of simple, you know? 
And then your son. Your son's playing ball, right? Well, they did play, you know. Both um, of them did, right? They both did, but they didn't make it. And and they didn't make they didn't put the, 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 the work in because I, I tried to make them golfers, man. I told them, look, man, golfing is a fucking dream. I mean, because we grew up on a golf course. They did. I raised them on a golf course. But, you know, they wanted to play baseball. And, and they were good. Don't get me wrong. But they just didn't put the, the work in to get to that next the highest level because when you go up privilege it's different you know what i mean yeah. and, and, and you want your kids to grow up privilege i mean you know what i mean so but still they they both got drafted though, yeah right? high high i mean shit i mean that's, yeah and they made a triple a you know i mean even though you know it didn't go past that that's something well i mean to make, well not only that dude to make it in the big leagues I mean, you got a better chance to get hit by lightning seriously yeah. i mean think about it there's only 30 teams okay so so and and remember, so if you're a center fielder, that means there's only 30 jobs available, right? But but the players that you're competing against aren't from California. They're not from New York. They're not from Florida. Mm-hmm. They're not from the United States. They're not from fucking Japan. They're not from fucking China. They're not from they're from the world, man. It's the 30 best players in the world. World, right? not the United and, States, the world. Right. And then think about it too. Once you once you get up, you got to actually take someone's fucking job. And so like somebody, it's hard enough to get up there. No one wants to give their job up. So to make it to the big leagues, man, is a fucking it's a, mm-hmm. it's a tall fucking a lot of shit has to go right. But what's funny is I played with players in AAA, man, that were just as good or better than guys I played with in the big leagues. Just something happened; the timing wasn't right, or you know what I mean. They just didn't get that opportunity. Yeah, because see, what you have is um, you have your 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 elite players. There's like ten percent of the players in in, in the big leagues, like Strawberry. And these kind of guys, you call what you call them like elite players. They're gonna be stars no matter what. Okay, they're that good. Then the other ninety percent are all kind of right in the same, you know, like talent wise, right, pretty much the same area, you know. Right there. Yeah, yeah, right there. So it's the little things, you know, the little things. Daryl Strawberry yeah. hung like a fucking him. swamp mule, dude. Huh? Hung like a fucking swamp mule. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's the only player in the league who had to tape his cock to his leg, you know. Terrible yeah. strawberries. Oh no, dude! This man, he's my boy too. I ain't a fag either, you know. No, no. no. But you know, I had to shower that motherfucker, dude. It was traumatizing. <laughs> Fucking two years of therapy after that. <laughs> I mean, then I said to him one time, I said, "Straw, like, like, you know, I, I said, like, but I gotta know, dude, can like, can that go all the way in? Because <laughs> there, there's body parts and shit in there." You know? <laughs> and he said, "No, he said you can't." He said, "I never." He said, I said, what do you mean? He says, it gets to the point, and they say, no, it's, it hurts, baby, it hurts. I mean, he literally, dude, this guy had a fucking a crane, dude. I mean, <laughs> he, he, they taped his cock to his leg. That's really? why I nicknamed him Soul Pole, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Soul Pole, S-O-U-L, you know, yeah. Soul Pole. He was good. He's my boy, though. He's a preacher now. Is he? I said, you're the smartest motherfucker of all. You don't pay taxes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he at? He's in St. Louis, you know. Strauss my boy, though. Good yeah, dude. Yeah, he's he was good. Yeah. I think he else was a badass, man. Kevin Mitchell, man. That motherfucker was a badass. I don't remember Kevin Mitchell. Yeah, Kevin Mitchell. He, he, um, he, he got traded pretty quick, but um, he went to Frisco and was the MVP there. What, do you remember Kevin Mitchell? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. But he was, um, like, like, that Met team had a good blend you know of uh, young players and veterans you know what i mean how does it make you feel when you go if you, if you go back to philly or new york and i mean you see i see it i mean I, you see guys wearing mets uh dykstra jersey yeah you got phillies wearing dykstra jersey how, how does that make it's you feel pretty, when you pretty, see that? pretty cool man you know 
and then um, it makes me feel satisfying because it tells me I did something right, you know. It tells me that I played right, and and yeah. and that's the one thing, you know. Like, like I said, I've had my share of problems off the field, and and uh, I'm not going to be here and try to make excuses for that, you know. I that's I own them, but but nobody can say on the field that that yeah. I was a dog or I didn't do this or that. On the field, I was respected and. And and that's what you want as a player to be respected by your peers and and by the fans and because the fans without the fans you got nothing man the fans are everything you know what I mean that's right and it's not like everybody's got problems it's just the goody two shoes to walk around like yeah, yeah. perfect or something yeah the, I mean the, everyone has problems but none I kind of like took the P and put like the P <laughs> uh, plural but uh, you know I'm trying to help you out man yeah but the thing about it is is i had fun doing it though you know what i mean that's all that matters and so like somebody says you know what would you do differently i say fucking not a fucking thing it's the same fucking you. thing all over again and look at us you know yeah. we hear lenny dykes lenny dykes it's, just ni- it's yeah. nice to hear that though because like yeah you know, he tommy said everybody makes mistakes in their life and people can judge you and do whatever they want doesn't fucking matter it's your life but to hear you say that thing about the fans, that really gets and me. And that because, was when I was ready to because retire. You don't, yeah. That's you don't, cool. And even what he just said now about the fans, like when I see their their jerseys, like, yeah, he's, he's right. Getting, you, the fans are paying to go see these guys. Yeah, without the fans, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing, man. That's why there's a whole other fucking story that it's a crazy story. But, you know, Ron Darling, um, he wrote this crazy book, made a bunch of lies up about me. And this motherfucker fake cancer, dude. Okay. The, that's that's for another day though. That's a, <laughs> that's a crazy fucking story, and they all turn another blind eye to it. Yeah. My uh my my favorite basketball player is Kobe Bryant, because he practiced and practiced and practiced and never gave up. Even when they gave they took all the good play and he stayed with the Lakers and just played. Yeah, that's played, that played. man. That fucking that's what I'm talking about that time yeah. thing. You know, you never know. You never know. And yeah. he was one of those guys that were like you that he was. You know, like these guys now, like. LeBron James, yeah, like dick. if he's got a broken finger, he doesn't play. Yeah, but he's a dick too. You know? Kobe played in the NBA Finals against the Sixers with bone against bone on his knee. He yeah. played all six games, yeah, bone against bone, and then went to Germany. Yeah, he was awesome. Man. That's a real player. Yeah, a real player, man, real player. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He that. played when they played the Sixers. His his knee. How would you explain it, Lenny? You well, know, he, like had bone, bone. he had bone on bone. He had no cartilage. cartilage. Yeah, no cartilage, you know. Now, so. how bad do you think that hurts to it's run like, up and down that court? Oh, man, it happened to me too, man. It's like no cartilage is fucking, it's rough. But playing basketball is even rougher, man. Like, fuck. And they asked him why he did it, and he said, because fans are coming to watch me. So as long <laughs> yeah. as they're coming to watch me, I'm playing. Yeah, man, that's right. That's see, that that's that's right. That's that's a gamer right there, man. Yeah, and then he, remember he he fucked up his Achilles, and he came back. He tried to come back a little bit too quick. Yeah, he played a year and a half basically, and he and he just yeah he he said. Uh, because everybody's like, you know, why are you retiring? Why don't you give him more time to heal? And he said, because I can't give it to the fans anymore, yeah. and I'm at peace. Yeah. Just like you, he said the exact yeah. same yeah. thing. Yeah. Man, that's really sad that what happened to him, man. That was so fucking crazy, you know? Good guy, too. Yeah, man. But, but yeah, I mean, because, like, if you, can't, if, if you can't perform the same level, then you're cheating not only yourself, you're cheating, you're cheating your organization, you're cheating your teammates, and you're cheating the fans, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so like, luckily, um. I I was born with with with, I guess maybe from tough Tony there you know not not the you know to play the game right and if you can't play the game right you shouldn't be playing you know. Yep, that's how it should be, right? Yeah. And then Lonnie, I couldn't believe this when I read this. You had stock holdings 
car wash, real yeah. estate. Yeah. T- tell me about that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I mean, how'd you get into it? Yeah, well, so with the stock market thing, um, I remember I told my guy, my my investment guy, look, um, just make sure it's in real safe stuff. You know, I, I didn't know anything about the market. You know, and and so like when the market kind of crashed and my fucking not, I lost like fucking eight hundred grand. I fucking went crazy. I went to the fucking guys. He was in Newport Beach, a little pretty boy, you know. And oh, I said, yeah, "Dude, what the fuck happened to my fucking money?" And he was trying to explain to me, and like, I I didn't even know what he's talking about. So it was like so humiliating and embarrassed. And I walked out of there saying, "I'll never let this happen to me again." So I went on a mission, and ordered like about thirty fucking newsletters, and and started like really studying the market and. I found this little loophole and started buying deep in the money calls, you know. So, so yeah, I got pretty good at that, you know. Math. You're a math. You're, you're like yeah. a mathematical genius. Yeah. There's, well, there's the, life is math, you know. If yeah. you think about it, you know what no, I mean. Yes. And then you were on Jim Cramer. Yeah, me and Cramer. The money guy. He was yeah. one with the money guy with the yeah. bald head. Yeah, me and Cramer on there a lot, you know. I, I don't understand stocks either, but when he would come on, I would just watch him because he's fucking crazy. Oh, entertaining, man, entertaining. Yeah. Now, how how did how did that? What did how'd you get called to be on there? How'd you? I wrote him a letter, man. Did you wrote yeah. him a letter? Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, I didn't care. I wrote him a letter and said, "Hey, man, I got some good 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 picks for you." So he had me on his radio show first because he's a huge Philly fan, huge, you know. And I started picking good, and I wrote a newsletter for him. So. um yeah, he said some really good shit about me too. You know. Yeah, he did. He, yeah. I couldn't believe That's it. Awesome. I, I said Jim Cramer. Yeah. Still going, money. man. Yeah, he's still going. Still he's going, still got yeah. that energy. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, give me some of that shit. He's fucking right. That's <laughs> he, wild. He that those lights come on. He's right, yeah. honey. He's blah, 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 yeah, blah. he is right. But you can kind of understand him. Yeah, he, he, he's one step because I. I understand numbers yeah. real well, but the market and the S and P and the Nasdaq yeah. shit. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fucking confusing. Now, when you were playing too, you know, now you see these guys; they got all these um, sponsorship deals from Gatorade to Nike to all this type of stuff. Was it as big then when you were coming up? Did you have any endorsement deals like that, or was there any big? Well, had, had some, but not like it is now. You know, yeah. I mean, so that, you know, the rich get richer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I had a couple, couple, but nothing like it is now. You know what I mean? But it just wasn't around then. Yeah, it wasn't around then. It's just early, you know. When did that? When did that all start? Where these guys? I guess maybe That'd be Jordan. Michael Jordan, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Jordan sparked it like in the two thousand. You know, yeah. right, right in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, when he got that, because he was the first one to get. Like a fifty million dollar deal yeah, first from some, Nike, and then he got a gazillion yeah, dollar. Yeah, he had a fucking great story about Jordan, man. Fucking so fucking great. So um, they have this golf tournament every year, okay? Oh boy! And 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 uh, it's in Reno. It's on TV. All the celebrities go. They invite, you know, like the from all sports and actors and everybody else. They put it on TV every Saturday. So I was uh, I'm living on a golf course, and at the time I thought I was ready to play in this tournament. So tea times the next morning. So I say I'm gonna go in the room and get my rest, man. Go to sleep early. So I'm in my room and I'm I'm second from the end, okay, and I'm trying to go to sleep and I hear this fucking chick just getting fucking railed, dude. Like, fuck. I mean, and dude, they fuck and and like, I don't know who it was. I mean, but whoever it was it got pounded, okay, <laughs> and pounded and I mean all fucking night. And as soon as they'd be done, 
I was right here to the oh my gods, the oh my gods. <laughs> I think, okay, they're fucking done fine. I go to see them. Here you go again. So it just so happened the next morning, we, we both walk out of my room, you know, to go for breakfast at the same time. Out comes Jordan. <laughs> and I look at him and I say, and I thought you were my idol on the basketball court. <laughs> what? He's, what like, he's giving me a good grin, man. <laughs> Dude, he, he, he fucking tore this bitch up, man. Did it. I said, how, how she can get down, man? There's a bellman to get her down a bell cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story, though. Yeah, Tony, was Tony Romo there? He's a hell of a golfer. We were talking yeah, nah, about him yesterday. Yeah, yeah he's a little, uh, that was before his time. Yeah. Now, when you were when uh, when you were in uh, Philly, uh, that's '90s, right? You got Reg Nine, Reggie yeah. White's there, Randall Cunningham for the Eagles. Uh, basketballs. Doctor J's probably gone by. He's now, gone. Right? Uh, I think Iverson. I've been there. Iverson. Like who were who were like they sucked on basketball at that time. Like if you if you look at those guys growing up, who's the who's the the legends from when you were there from from other sports? I'm saying not from baseball. Got like Randall Cunningham, right? Reggie White. Oh, yeah, Randall Cunningham. Yeah, Reggie White. Reggie White was a fucking badass, man. Reggie White, he was a badass. Yeah, and, and um, I'd like to do he only He was only there for a while, but um, um, the wide receiver, um, um, I forgot his name, uh, Carter, I think his name was. Oh, Chris Carter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a kind of arrogant motherfucker. You used to hang out with any of those dudes? Just like, nah, uh, nah. Nah. Just baseball guys. Yeah, guys yeah. Like. And then you went and bought uh, Wayne Gretzky's house. Yeah, the house is about a compound, dude. And I, I mean, I mean, I bought it because I, I could afford it. I, I didn't know the fucking world was going to come to an end, and my my bank was in a lot of business and everything else. And and so, like, but I remember. What's what's his house look like inside? Oh, was Wayne Gretzky's. What was it, like eighteen million or nineteen million? Compound, so? dude. You pull it up and see it. But the thing about it is, is um. They had a big tennis court. I remember walking by and saying, "Oh, there's my tennis court." You know, never, <laughs> never played. But you know, you used to, I used to that use it was Pete Sampras. He used to use my, oh, wow. yeah, court and practice on it. Yeah. Oh shit, Pete Sampras, huh? Yeah, he, he was cool. He was fucking actually a funny dude. You know who I remember uh, complaining about that? I forget whose house it was. It might have been Jamie Fox. That that's what you had. Yeah, yeah, the compound man up there, Damn. man. Four guest houses. There's a tennis court. Jeez, Lonnie. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, top of the mountain, too, man. How long does it take you to walk from one end to the other end? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of hung out in that guest house right there. When shit started going bad, <laughs> it was just me and that, that fucking guest house and my drug dealer. That was it. <laughs> uh, you know, in 08, man, now you guys might be a little young, but in 08, the world basically came to an end. I mean, like, the, the whole market crashed, you know, the housing market. Yeah. There was no liquidity. The, yeah. The, my bank was watching mutual. They went out of business, and all kinds of problems happened. Yeah, because you were into real estate, right? Yeah, I mean. And, and see, I, I, I remember car, 08. Car wash. I, got, I made a bunch of money in car washes. That's a good business, right? Yeah, yeah. So I sold them at the right time, too. So in 08, when you're involved in this, because I, I remember it, but I wasn't really paying attention. 08 hits, boom, the market crashes. What happens? I mean, like, because I think if well, there was, I didn't notice it because I was. Like, yeah, there was no liquidity, man. Like, so so my my bank, Washington Mutual, went out. Of, there was the biggest bank collapse in the history of fucking, um, of, of, of the banking still is today. And then uh, my other partner um, was the insurance company, um, um AIG and and they went bankrupt. The, the government bailed them out, oh, but yeah, they're my yeah, partner true. with my magazine. 
so like everything went south and so um i filed an 11 though i still have 50 million bucks and then a corrupt trustee came in and took it all this is another just a nightmare story dude did you have any money invested with uh, Bernie Madoff? No, fuck no. <laughs> no. We, we we had a couple people in that money. That's the craziest story ever, right? Crazy. They had to know about that shit. You know, I I don't know how those Ponzi schemes work because I think in the beginning, I, I don't think they they mean to do it, and then I think it just turns into a Ponzi. Well, scheme. he made it to the point where it was like an honor and a privilege to to, to, to if you if you got to invest with him, you know, and so he it was like a pyramid scheme is. It went great, so everybody started wanting their money, and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't pay. He couldn't pay, pay Pete to pay Piper or whatever. You yeah, that was a fucking sad thing. The way the whole family went down, man. Fuck. Yeah, crazy. And, and he got so good at manipulating people that, like you said, everybody wanted to be a part of Bernie Madoff. Yeah, yeah, and it was like an honor if you get in his group, you know. But then he got too many people, and then he's got too many cans to pay, and not enough money. Yeah, to pay. when they all called their money in, man, it's like it couldn't pay, and they all fucking went haywire, man. So now, in in today's league, right now in baseball, do you watch it now? I don't. I don't watch it, man. Like, I'll probably watch the playoffs here in the World Series, you know. But but um, in fact, I'm going to be going to Philly here in the next couple of nights. I, I do feel couple, bad for you. Couple couple appearances, you know, for the World Series. Yeah. But um. Yeah, watching on TV, man, it's like a fucking human Xanax, you know? It's just, like like we talked about, there's just some missing, man. It's like, it doesn't have the fucking same... Excitement. Yeah, man, because, and, and a lot of it has to do with the commissioner. I mean, the commissioner's a joke, and Rob Manfred, his claim to fame is fucking, you know, getting a bunch of people in trouble for banging on trash cans. What the fuck is that, oh, yeah. you know? So fucking stupid. How did he end up being commissioner? Like, like, what, what would give him? What background does he have to be commissioned? Fucking two-handed knob, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Huh? That's about it. Yeah. Huh? No, he was Bud Selig's right-hand man the whole time. Oh. He took over, and he and he's uh, he's 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 you know, he's an owner's guy, you know. He's, but but he made some terrible. I mean, like like for instance, what he's done, like some of the decisions he made. Like this is the major leagues, man. And if you play a fucking game, a tie game, okay. They literally put a runner on second base now, okay? Like a beer league, okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. You know? Crazy. I don't know. Well, I mean, how could they change it? Like, like they're, they, they can't, they're not going to let steroids back in and no. make it fun. No. So, so, so if you were the commissioner, how, how could you make, what would you do to make Dykes, it fun? Yeah, if Lenny Dykstra's the commissioner. Yeah, Lenny Dykstra's the commissioner right now. Oh, Mr. Dykstra? Yeah. What would you do to make baseball not like watching paint dry? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. The one thing I think that 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 they can do that that, that they should do, and that and they put it at the point where players are afraid to go after other players now. At least when you had that, you still had the excitement and and, and the competitiveness, and you know. But but players get suspended so long, it hurts their team. You know, if they if they do that now. That's why you don't see very rarely, if ever, you see like a brawl anymore. You know. Yeah. And, and wh what's your thoughts? I gotta ask this question. What's your thoughts on participation trophies? Oh. Uh, <laughs> fucking what are we? Fucking little league. Yeah. I what mean, think about kids getting just a trophy just to play a game. Yeah, I, it's just that's the way I was raised, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, but they're kids, you know. Whatever. I mean, but. Uh, yeah, it's gotta work hard, man. 
Yeah, you gotta work hard, man. You gotta, you gotta work hard, and, and and I mean, the little leagues, man. They they take that more serious than fucking the big leagues, man. Yeah, they these, do. These parents, man, it's crazy. I'd rather watch the little league World Series <laughs> than the fucking World Series. Really, they're playing hard. They're, they're giving it all they got. Yeah, you know. And so, like I said, it's um, the game is definitely changed, and 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 not not for the better, you know, and. And I think a lot of that has to do with the leadership, you know, and the rules that they made. I mean, yeah, drugs, I mean, I'm with you on that. Drugs, you know, it's, it's not a good example and probably shouldn't have that. But but, but the way they've tapered down everything, they didn't have to taper down everything, you know what I mean? Well, sports doctors have come out about, like, brain injuries and everything. Oh, yeah, with football. It, with football, but, but even, like, in baseball, like Tommy John, everything, back injuries. If you were to be on a little bit, of, just not a ton, a little bit of testosterone, a little bit of steroids to make you stronger, given how what your body's going through, the likelihood of these injuries would be a lot less likely. Yeah, absolutely. So we're not just talking about taking a bunch of juice to hit a ball out, out yeah. of the park so you could break a windshield. Right, right, right. You know, we're talking about longevity, and then right. when you retire, you're not, you know, limping. Yeah, I took a shot test last night, actually. You know? <laughs> huh? No sipping aid, not bad. No, couple couple sipping aids a day, couple sipping aids a day to keep the doctor away, you know. Well, like I said, it was. I mean, it was made for a reason. Yeah, you know? testosterone, you know. And I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I used to be able to pitch a ten at will, you know. But like, I, I, I like, I'm at the point now where, like, I mean, I made so many fucking deposits. I'm at the point now where it's like, as soon as I hear these words, like from the chick, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm good. You know, because I like the whole process. I have to take a dick pill. I got to do fucking this. Then I got to worry about fucking dying. <laughs> fucking, so like, so it sounds just a thrill to kill. As soon as I hear them words, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm good most of the time. You know, <laughs> sometimes I'm not good. You know, so but at least you're fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. So you're batting uh, four hundred. Yeah, again. but but yeah. see, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Pussies, man. I made some bad decisions, man. Pussies, uh, and it's, it makes me make some bad decisions. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's why I know, you know, no dude, like like chooses to wake up next to another dude's hairy ass, man. You don't fuck, <laughs> you don't choose that shit, man. The, the wiring got fucking crossed though. You know what I mean? I mean, let me tell you one thing. Somebody dick in my ass, you better fucking kill me, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, again, that's just, um, but, but again, there's no way they choose that. They said the, the wiring you know, got, got crossed up there. What was the blisser? Can you pull up a tab, too? What is that? I saw that on your Instagram. Blisser? What the oh, hell yeah. is that? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, Is that like a cameo yeah, type of thing? Yeah, trying to be like a cameo. Yeah, let's pull it up. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's happening on there, though. Nothing's happening on it. So what is it, though? Tell everybody what it is. Yeah, same thing as cameo. People pay money, see 99 oh. bucks, I do cast some. And then what? You, you talk to them? They, they tell me what they send me in, what they want me to say. In fact, I just did a cameo today, you know? You can play the... the Auto play right here. Yeah. See, that's the, like the, the intro. How do you get it to play? No, I don't think it plays, sure. Yeah. It might be frozen, but yeah, it'll play. Usually play it. You'll, you'll just say a special thing. Yeah, I, if you put my cameo one, you'll see the same thing. Uh, the the cameo one. It's um, it's, yeah, it's, that, a, it's, it's like a shout out, right? It's, like it's, it's, shout it's, out it's, in, it's just intro, you know. But my cameo one's pretty cool, though, man. The, the cameo one. I'll see if I can get that up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll look for the cameo. Yeah, the cameo one is good. You saw cameo.com. And and um, my uh, my hands my was pretty good on there because you know I say the things other people won't say. You know all the cameos I get, like like you know in fact I just got a request here because what's going on with the Phillies right now, so so I just got a a, a cameo request. Um, you know I've been getting like three a day. See, so so there, there's a cameo thing and and then you see here. Let me go to my profile here, man. Let's see, let's see what I'm talking about. So, so the profile. Yeah, let's see. Let's see the profile here. I bet the, I bet the Phillies fans are going crazy right now, aren't they? Huh? Oh, they're going fucking crazy, bro. They're going crazy. They're going crazy. I heard you posed uh, shirtless for the beef beefcake when you were. Uh, <laughs> The undernails? Well, what'd you do? Oh. You pose shirtless for what the hell is that? Oh, that was the, the nails. My nails. Uh, I know the nails thing, but what'd you pose shirtless with the beefcake? What the hell What's is that? What's the beefcake mean? I don't know. I saw it on your thing. There, no, that's just me. That's just uh, that's Zach Gooden. That that that's just um uh, that was taken two weeks ago, by the way. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, two weeks ago. Look, no. I can, I can nah. see. I can see. No, 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 no that was. Man, you were. Yeah, you so there's were, a bunch of nails down there. You got to make that your profile picture. That, that's right? off the shit, though, dude. You were yeah. chiseled, man. Yeah, yeah. chiseled naturally. Yeah, yeah, naturally. You know, there's my boy Doc. Uh, oh, yeah, I think, I think that's my cameo one down there, like uh, uh, right below. Oh. Go right. Oh no, that's when I got my teeth. See. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's my teeth. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but. Yeah, if you're listening, we're going to uh, get paid. Click on that one. Which one? It says get paid. Look at Lenny. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, your teeth. Oh, Jesus. That was guy. <laughs> perfect guy. Dude. Boy, you're excited about them $60,000 teeth, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's in like the Austin Power thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> the guy, the editor, you know. That's good. <laughs> How hot are my teeth porn? Massively <laughs> full of teeth. That's great. <laughs> that wore it out. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, he wore it out, man. If I ever edited that for you, that's really good. The one that says "get paid," Rob. Down. Oh, right. Yeah. Lot. He's got a he's got a jar of nails right above it. <laughs> yeah. Lenny Dykstra's teeth. Boy, you and these teeth. Oh, that was my guy, though. You know, yeah. Oh, the same thing. Oh, scroll so, mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you, you, scroll through in the code. What go, are you doing here, walking? Yeah, but if you go down, if you, if you put on their, um, if you put up their uh, cameo, you know, the, the, there it is. There it is. Okay. Put, put cool. the boy on this one. Can you blow that up? And, um, we'll start over. You like this? Um, you, you know, I played center field for the New York Mets uh, World Series. Uh, played. Uh, center field for the Philadelphia Phillies went to the World Series. I'm a convicted felon, and I get more pussy than God. <laughs> legend. That's awesome. Yeah. He goes, I get more pussy <laughs> than God. Six of legend too. So. When, when hey, I uh, Lenny Dexter oh. nails Sorry here. Uh, there you go. Yeah. 
book it personally. Yep, we'll have all this in the description for you too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out the cameos, man. It's a genius business model, genius man. Genius business. And they have, by the way, everyone, not just they have every like entertainer, they have the musicians, they have, you know. I saw it. when I first started out with this, <clears throat> I was going through it and I was thinking about having somebody just shout it out to get some traction, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm sure you're I'm, I'm sure they probably, they they want you to do cameo. Right? I don't want to. I I was using it. I wanted to use it early on to try to get traction. Oh, I don't yeah. want to do it. Yeah. Nah, nah, you do that. Yeah, You're yeah. Lenny Dykstra. Yes. Uh, I, uh, fuck that. I need the fucking money too. <laughs> <laughs> I when I was reading, where where does Jamie? What's her name? Jamie Lynn. Sigler? Sigler? Yeah, where does she fit into all this? Yeah, she's my son's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she has MS. You know, it's really, really oh fuck man, it's tough. You know, and she's a, she's. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's, it's tough in my son, man. He's he's taking great care of her, you know. Do it for him. Yeah, but Sticking it's, by it's, it's a rough fucking it's disease, hard, bro. Man, it's hard. Rough, man. What do they do for that? Well, or what do they, they attempt do, to do? For well, there's some medicine they give her, but there's no cure, and so to take the pain away to give her the medical marijuana, you know, because you can't keep taking opiates that long. Yeah, but I mean, I I can when I go and see him, I I can tell, I can see the pain, you know, and. And the sad thing is, she'll be bedridden probably in the next, you know, ten years. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a it's a horrible disease. And I mean, you, that's the other thing you wonder. You wonder if they have cures for these things and they don't, they don't bring them out. You know what I mean? Well, well the thing is, is that they do. And, and the proof is, I'm gonna we'll go back to Kobe. Kobe needed stem cells in his knee so he could regenerate the what what is it, the ligament? The stem, stem cells, yeah. Yeah, but he couldn't get it in the United States, so he had to go to Germany. So for you to sit here and tell me that you can send a rocket up into outer space, come back down and land on the same spot that it left from, right. and you can reuse it, yeah. but you're going to tell me you don't have a cure for MS? You don't have a cure for Alzheimer's? Right. Bullshit. You want money. Yes, yeah, all about you money. You want money. Right. Dude. And you don't care who dies, who suffers. You just want money. Dude, Explain. I, I'm agreeing with that 100%. I mean- they 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 can do pretty much what they want to do, and there's certain things that they don't want to do, you know. And one thing we know they want to do is they want to get your money. Yeah. When you were playing in the league, who do you think was the worst, dirtiest, just overall player? Um, me. Besides <laughs> you, I knew he said you were going to. I say knew you were going to say you. He he called I, that. That was a dirty motherfucker, man. And football is way even dirtier, dude. Like it used to be in fucking. I love football. We used to be in the, we had to tackle somebody in the pile, man. I'd grab the fucking guy by his fucking nuts, oh, man. Yeah. He, and it hurts. You know, he'd be, somebody would be screaming. I said, somebody hear a little boy screaming, a little baby screaming? <laughs> <laughs> and like my favorite thing, though, was on the sidelines. On the other team's sidelines, I'd throw a pass out of the free safety. And being complete passing, I'd be standing there. I'd go 100 miles an hour fucking <laughs> roll. <laughs> <another fucking, laughs> right in their fucking, right in their other team's fucking, uh, you know, on the sideline. Whole fucking team would jump on me, man. You know, it was like, that's what happened when I was in, in, in the fucking, uh, in, in, in the cooler too, man. When the deputies came at me, six of them came in there, man. That's fucking, fucking battling my fucking ass off, and they knocked all my fucking. That's how my teeth got knocked out. Yeah. You know, I remember I saw the sergeant come in there too, and I said, Sergeant Salgado, you want some too, motherfucker? Huh? <laughs> you know, and so. so but all them guys went to jail, man. You know, L.A. LA County Jail. This is, this is here in Florida here. Yeah. That was a corrupt jail, man. It was fucking crazy right there, man. 
How bad is California right now? I mean, we hear about it on TV, about this. What's his name? Newsom? Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Dude, it's so fucking oh, bad. Dude. Remember, the the vice president was was the one responsible for the basically the mortgage meltdown. I mean, look who we got here. I mean, look, we got Biden who's got a box waiting for him. Okay? <laughs> True. Okay. Then you got, if he goes, you got fucking Kamala Harris who's a fucking, talk about a box of rocks. And then the one one better and the next would be Nancy Pelosi. Future's fucking bright. I, isn't I, it? I don't I don't know who to pick out of the three. Fuck, man. man that's a toss up. That's scary. I mean, Biden I mean you know one thing about Biden though? You gotta give him some credit. He's a tough motherfucker. He's fought through it, man. He's had some I think he had cancer twice and You know, it, it's sad to watch a guy <clears throat> kinda go right in front of him. You know what I mean? I mean we're watching him in real time go. Yeah, meltdown. He's that, not, that's just He's 80, what is he, 80 fucking two or something? 82. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But whether you like him or don't like him, who wants to see another human being? Yeah, just he, melt he away. Shit, he's got a family too. Regardless, yeah. you know, that's just. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. then again, like you said, you take, if he goes, then who? Fuck, oh, God. Dude, oh, my God, dude. Where are we, mo- where are we moving to, Lonnie? Shit, it's just been going bad since, I mean, look what's going on right now, man. It's like, you know. At least Trump had fucking balls, you know. I mean, I, Trump's gonna win this next one, though. You know. You think so? Yeah. Me and me and his kid, yeah, Donald Jr. We we DM, you know, we DM each other. Um, came to my launch at the um, my magazine, and um, so so he follows me, which you know he don't follow obviously many people, but um, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty much in his fucking in his corner here, so just to, you know, keep it real and show you, I always tell the fucking truth, you know, so let's see here. Yeah, while you look that up, um, who was, who who would you say was the best team to play, or the best over, what field did you like? What was your favorite field? Well, I mean, again, my, my favorite field was, again, Houston, that's my, I had my, my, my best, my best average. Um, I mean, like overall, before the Jews, forget the home runs, just the field Dod- that you really liked. Dodger Stadium was Dodger sweet State. because you know why? Like, I, I kind of grew growing up in California. It's like you know going there and like it's such a, a big league stadium, you know, and like you know you've arrived. You know what I mean? See, there's, there's my boy Trump Jr. See, meaning um, um, we can call P Rose right now if you want. You know, you want to call P Rose? Sure. <laughs> Call Pete Rose. Call Pete Rose. See, he's a legend. Dude. Sometimes yeah. he answers Pete Rose. Let's throw the bat phone. He's on the bat phone. <laughs> he's on the bat phone. Huh? While, while you're doing that, too, I got a quick one for you. Best cheesesteak place in Philadelphia. Ooh. What is it? Um, fucking. Don't don't even say Geno's. No, the other one. Geno's. Jim. Jim. But one of them, man. I, I wasn't much of a cheesesteak guy. No? But see, that's that. Look, look. See, there's our boy. Pete see, Rose. Let's see. He's calling Pete Rose. He's calling. Put up to the microphone. Let's see what we hear. <laughs> he got fucked. That's yeah, ridiculous. He did. he did. He was a hell of a player. That's fucking retarded. Pete Rose, yeah. the best of all time. Best of all time. Not bragging or nothing, but you know, it's hey. pretty good roll decks. Ah, it's filled. That's no, right. he never answers. That's all right. Hey, we tried it. We, we tried, tried it on a podcast. But this, is, this is my boy, though, right here, dude. This is my boy. He wrote my book. You know, this, Did one, he? this is my boy here. This one. 
This is why this is uh, this is my boy, dude. Who's that? Jack Nicholson. It's got my boy Nick, huh? That's my boy, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Let me see how they well, yeah, in my it. book. You know, if you pull my book up, you'll see he wrote on the back of it. And I asked Stephen King to write the front of it, you know. Not name dropper or nothing, oh, but yeah, man, that's awesome. But I met these guys, you know, from 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 playing baseball, you know. I mean, yeah. So it's pretty pretty cool, you know. Pretty cool. Well, you know, when you when you work hard and you play for the fans, real people respect you that are real people. Good shit happens. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Pete's a good guy. He got fucked. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Pete, I, mean, I mean, come on, dude. What he did, man. I mean. So they had 200 hits in one season. It's crazy. 200 hits. He got in 23, dude. It's fucking amazing. Dude. Well, they just showed the, uh, what was it? The, in the NFL, the, uh, God, I can't remember the wide receiver's name. He bet not on football. He bet on something else, like, say, baseball or something. They suspended him for the entire season this year. Wow, really? Sean Watson had all those sexual misconducts or whatever it was with the women. And he's playing. And he gets to come back. That guy bet on another sport. He's like, where is the justice in this? Jeez. No shit. Yeah. Can you, what, so why, now Lenny, do you think it's okay if you're playing baseball and and you want to bet on a basketball game? That's okay. I mean, this is a professional yeah, player. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, mean you're not betting on your own, as long as you don't bet on your own sport, you know. Yeah. That's the one thing Pete did a little wrong, but, but, but. I mean, like, but it's okay. Like, you want to bet on a sport. I mean, but I, but I think it happens like more than we think. Way more, dude. Yeah, I think the umpires are in on it. I think all these guys are in on it. Sometimes. But Pete Rose was so good. So what he yeah. he made a mistake. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He <coughs> See, should be in the Hall of Fame. Without a doubt, man. Saying so, so should Bonds and so should Clemens. You know? sad, I can't the, believe Bonds. I, I thought I thought he finally got. The sad yeah. part about all that is, is like, what I think is going to happen is Pete Rose, unfortunately, will pass away. And, and then, then they'll, they'll say we'll put him in yep. the fucking Hall of Fame. You think and so? That'll be bullshit. That's what they'll do. And then he won't never get to experience that. And that's what's when he should experience that that's ten years ago. Shit. Yeah, he earned it, man. That's what's. I mean, that's that's, yeah. I mean, in fact, I got another. There's a great story about Pete Rose. So my first big league game was in Cincinnati, <laughs> and um, Pete Rose was still uh, he was a player manager. I don't even remember he's a player manager. Yeah. So I got my first big league hit in Cincinnati, and he was playing first base. I got the first base, and he goes, "Congratulations, kid! You only got four thousand to go to catch me." That's what. But but you know what he was doing though? He was trying to motivate. Yeah, no, it's just fucking cool, you know. The other rookie, you know, it's funny. Yeah. Well, Lenny, I, I know you got uh, some business to do, <laughs> uh, but uh, you definitely got to come back again. Awesome, man! And, yeah. and, and, we had this was fun. Hey, man. dude! And by the way, I'm getting my boy Hojo here for you, man. Yeah. You're gonna like Hojo. Please do. He, now it's gonna be different. You can have the same color and same approach, <laughs> but nobody does. You know what I mean? But but Hojo is a solid dude, and 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 you guys will dig him, man. He played hard too, you know. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, and and great person. You know what I mean? I mean, this this is a solid, solid individual, and so you, that's gonna be the best fucking four hundred bucks you ever spent. I'm gonna ask you the two quickest questions in the world here: Who's gonna win the World Series, Phillies or Astros, and how many games? I think the Astros are gonna win it, man. I just, I, I just think they're too fucking good, man. They, they, those motherfuckers grind, you know. And I love Dusty Baker too. Yeah, come on, man. Any manager that wears a fucking wristband, you gotta love that. Fucking Dusty Baker playing wristbands, huh? And, and, and I used to see Dusty Baker all the time, and when he was managing with the Frisco, and he used to always ask me, "Hey, you got any of them LA turnarounds?" Because I was always, <laughs> I was always known for having the best amphetamines, you know. 
L.A. turnaround. I mean, you can fucking take this. You can fly to L.A. Yeah. Fucking turn around. Yeah. And then the last question is, being a Met, being a Philly, we kind of asked you this already, but I just want to see. I'm gonna do, Mets fans are watching this and Phillies fans are Yeah, man, I love them all. Who's better? Who's better? Mets or Phillies fans? Who's better? They're, Give me it, Lenny. Come they're, on. They're both, Come on. They're both the best. Come on. Who's better? The, Philly or uh, like, like I said, they're the two best sports fucking towns in the, fucking, in, in, in the, in the world. I mean, in... Philly's they're harder though. Philly's harder, man. They're gonna let you know they're they're they're, they're a little they're a little harder, but but New York too though, man. They I mean look the thing is they're educated fans too. Okay, like if you got a guy in second base, you hit the ball over to the right side, they 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 cheer for you. Dodger Stadium, fucking doesn't matter if it's the playoffs, World Series, seventh inning, they're gone. They're all you know it's, it's so different playing on the East Coast as opposed to the West Coast. You know what I mean? Did you see two weeks ago? Uh, when the Phillies were playing, they were playing at home. The game didn't even start till two. I turned yeah. on the TV at six thirty. <laughs> right, dude. They're oh, yeah. out in the parking lot with <laughs> oh, the coolers yeah. oh, and everything yeah. at six thirty. All day, baby. All day, baby. I remember. I remember. You know, they I just grind it out, man. I just like woke up to take a leak. Yeah. Hanging on the news was on. <laughs> And I remember looking down at the line. I go, six thirty. They don't play till fucking one. And I mean, it's the parking lot's jam packed. They got they're selling subs. They're getting trashed by eight. When we're done, when we're done here, I'm gonna show Lenny my back tattoo, which is all Philadelphia themed back tattoo. That's so right, dude. That, That's man. fucking right. See that, man. Awesome, man. Uh, well, hey, awesome, and, man. Thanks and, for having me. It could have been better, awesome. man. Yeah, it could have been better. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. Awesome. You oh, delivered. Awesome. All right, man. You delivered. You delivered, Lenny. Up, man. You delivered. Thanks. Like Thanks always, me. when having you delivered. Yeah, awesome, man. You took good care of me, man. Thanks so much. Anytime. Thank All you. All right, man.